0: The world is full of podcasts.
1: Magic is waiting in weekly episodes.
2: And monsters might be danger or a friend in a fight.
0: But if you love a good crossover...
2: The
3: adventures are just getting started.
4: Are you ready to meet some new friends along
0: the way? This is the Storyteller Squad Expanded Universe. Hello adventurers, welcome back to the Storyteller Squad and the second part of our special crossover series. I'm joined by my guest today from Shrimp and Crits. Before we jump into one of their signature Southern Fried adventures, let's check in with our heroes.
3: Hello, I am Sieb Tate, the Wronged. I've seen many iterations of this
1: world, but everything I've witnessed is coming to a head soon. I am Ari Green, and I have been trained my entire life to hunt monsters and honestly i'm getting out of the business
4: i'm sarah payne i've never left the state of florida unless you count going to the wild or atlantis
2: and new orleans
4: oh yeah we went to new orleans I
2: forgot that. <laughs> <You> definitely <laughs> left the state of florida <laughs>
4: I thought that was in Florida. (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: You're telling me New Orleans is not in Florida. (laughs) I really enjoyed how proud of yourself you were
5: for that one.
0: (laughs) Oh, incredible. We're going to have fun today. I'm not going to redo it. That's it. That's (laughs) Yeah, no, don't.
5: That's great. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's it.
2: Hey, I'm Ray. I grew up on the wildlife retreat that I helped run. These days that I inherited from my late mother and uh, I don't know, man, I just really like some all you can eat shrimp and a nice fruity drink every now and then and a good hang in the swamp. Oh, yeah, I'm the monstrous. I think I was supposed to say that. He's he's going to talk for
4: 30 minutes.
2: (laughs) I don't like the term monstrous. I feel like that's kind of rude.
4: If you don't stop him, he'll just he'll just (laughs) keep going.
0: I'm Natalie. And I'll be the keeper of monsters and mysteries. If you're joining us for the first time as a fan of shrimp and crits, welcome. Let's have an adventure. Last time, we saw the adventures of the writer's room and their heroes as they dealt with a dangerous swarm of malevolent, hungry spirits. Thanks to some help from a local witch, Nana Margie, and a couple of mysterious figures from the Eastie Agency. They were able to satiate the swarm and avenge the death of their good friend and mentor, Malcolm Greer. The Gulakochka Gator Man strikes again, and with his return, he brings the end of days. The dead rise and walk among us. Witnesses claim to have seen the Gator Man feasting on victims, who in turn are cursed by his insatiable hunger and return attempting to devour the living. Sheriff Donnie Terrence has publicly denounced rumors of a zombie outbreak in Gallicochica, citing the recent drug issues in Tallahassee. The whole situation has citizens on edge and prone to being short-tempered with each other. One man in particular recognizes this sort of pervasive malicious energy and suspects its source is most likely not Gallicochica's local cryptid. A pair of headlights wobble as a car drives down a country road. We see Seeb Tate, as he approaches the LaRue Wildlife Retreat, a grim and worried expression on his face. See, you're driving. You can... Describe your approach or maybe about how you would contact your people that you know who you're going to go see?
3: Sure. Yeah. I think that Sieb pulls into a parking spot. It's nighttime, right? It is evening. So the retreat is closed. So I I pull into the empty parking lot of the LaRue Wildlife Retreat, and I think I just head straight for the infirmary, uh, which is where there's kind of like a secret underground compartment where, where the others typically hang out
0: their secret clubhouse for monster hunting
3: (laughs) and i would just head towards that infirmary and see who's there
0: okay we can say that at least ray is there probably down there playing something on the n64 with rooster we could say as the like blips and beeps of mario tennis happen on the screen there is a knock Uh, oh hold on pause it You just want to do that because I'm winning. Man, I said pause it, dude. Uh, Come uh, on. Uh, uh. That's love. All right, I'm pausing it now. God, she needs to be rooster forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ian.
3: Better rooster than
1: me already. <laughs> it threw me off so much. I was. I was.
0: I'm gonna do my best with the voice. we will see. <laughs> perfect.
1: Uh, all right. What is it, Ray?
0: Ari can be sitting on a beanbag off to the side. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Very low. Very lanky sitting on a beanbag. Were you not just knocking on the door? i have been right next to you this entire time. (laughs) Let's see who it is. We need somebody else for doubles.
2: Hey. Yeah. It's it's me. I could just come in. Uh, I know how to open the door. (laughs) Well, then why the hell did you make me pause the damn game? See? All right. He was trying to be polite. Let's try to be very polite.
1: Okay, come on in. You're just in time, Seeb. We need somebody for Mario Tennis.
0: As long as you're coming in, can we get a description of Seeb Tate, and then we'll bounce back to the other two characters?
3: Yeah, sure. Uh, Seeb has a wonderful Fu Manchu-style mustache on a pretty gaunt face. He always has bags under his eyes. He doesn't look as Youthful and as charmed as he looked when he was a member of the FAE. Also, he wears a baseball cap and typically a coat, even in the muggy weather of Florida. Um, And just otherwise kind of nondescript clothing. Not a lot of logos, or if there are logos, they seem pretty generic or unrecognizable. Nothing funny or goofy.
0: Cool. Uh, So yeah, Seab walks into the infirmary. And as we said, it's this secret underground place that the hunters from Gulakochka use to get away and plan when they are facing supernatural threats and we see Ray Ray returning to his seat on the couch and ready to pick up another game can we describe Ray for our listeners briefly?
2: Oh this always turns out good
0: (laughs) (laughs) What new feature will be described in this? Well the bottom of
2: me is white (laughs) Yeah, Ray's. Uh, oh, oh, you're in your gator form. Uh, oh, 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 dang. oh Are, yeah. you? <laughs> Are you? Are <laughs> you? You can be if you'd like. It's easier to
1: hold the controller.
2: No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Ray's. He's got a good dad bod, rocking. Mm-hmm. He's like a pretty average size dude. He's about five nine, five ten. Pretty tan, just from being outside all the time dark brown like kind of scruffy hair not like long but you know scruffy
0: yeah not shaved close
2: yeah not like a huge beard but has facial hair uh and yeah not the not the cleanest looking dude but not dirty just it looks looks like it looks like a good old boy
0: yeah he works outside with animals at a wildlife retreat
4: yeah but
2: he is wearing $150 Tommy Bahama. And he's wearing $150 Tommy Bahama.
1: <laughs> Ari is almost in direct contrast to Ray Ray. Uh, he typically wears a 70s green leisure suit with a dark green turtleneck underneath and dress shoes, which he's wearing currently in this beanbag chair without his jacket on. He has a tight curled haircut with signs of gray, and he has on his hip a long and elegant sword.
0: So, Sieb, you arrive having come to seek out these uh, friends of yours who you've worked with before when supernatural and magic threats were plaguing Gullicochica. I will tell you as Keeper, Sieb suspects that there is demonic activity in the area and that that is what's leading to these reports of zombies and also the vicious rumors going around about the Gator Man.
3: <laughs> I believe that the devil that has plagued me for the majority of my life is causing trouble here in Gullicochica. I
1: think we should do something about it.
2: I think she's just like, at home, man.
1: Yeah, I can call Sarah and she can ask it if, um, <laughs> if it's doing anything nefarious. Obviously, we'll talk about this later, see, but... Like for obvious reasons I
3: think it would be best if Sarah did not join us for this one
2: you know I think that's a good call actually I think that's a pretty good that's a pretty good call yeah <laughs> <laughs> boys boys not out yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> if we're allowed to say no uh, you can take Sarah and I'll stay here
0: Ray your phone actually rings on the well on your caller ID uh, it says Peggy oh dang hey yep. Shut up, y'all! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <clears throat> uh, yeah. Hey, Peg.
0: Hey, Ray. Ray. Uh, listen, I-, I was just heading to bed, but there was a bunch of noise happening down in one of the pens. C- could you go check it out? I've already put my slippers on. I don't want to have to boot up again.
2: Uh, yeah. What pens? Towards the back
0: yeah yeah like like down where we got uh that that big gator we brought in recently to tag all right i'm just hearing a whole bunch of hot like wit like hissing and 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 grunting and and stuff and i hear the fences rattling i don't know what's got under its bonnet but maybe you can just give it a little sedative or or a snack or something it'll calm down
2: yeah i'm uh i'm on it i'll go check it out
0: all right thanks ray ray good night
2: i think all right hold on one one more round real quick and then i gotta go check something out
0: Oh, the classic Ray Ray pausing the plot <laughs> to play a video game <laughs> or go get shrimp. <laughs> so you guys play a couple more rounds. See, you get the bad controller. See, what who's your pick in Mario Tennis? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sieb is a
3: Waluigi guy, I feel like. Oh,
1: you can't have Waluigi. I'm definitely Waluigi. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm
2: Waluigi every time.
1: Okay, I'll be Luigi.
2: I'm Luigi. I'm Luigi in everything. You can't be Luigi. Um, be Toad. That fits. You should be Toad. Thank you. I don't know what that means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not entirely sure either. Rooster's just like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. Donkey Kong's where it's at. Fuck yeah. That sounds right.
3: Yes. <laughs> Rooster is a Donkey Kong guy. That's absolutely <laughs> canon now.
0: But after a couple rounds, you should probably go do what Peggy asked you to do before uh, it gets much later. All right, let me go. Let me go
2: see what she's hollering about. It's probably just a damn bird. Arya, I feel as though we should join him in this. If he'll allow us.
1: He doesn't typically like people coming along, but.
2: I mean, you'd come with me if you want. I don't know where you got that from. I'm
1: sorry. We we were having an aside. I apologize. I didn't know you were listening.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm right here. You can you're welcome to come with me if you want to see the creepy bird or something. It sounds like a big snake. I don't know.
3: I feel like this always happens to us where we think they can't hear us, but they actually can.
0: Yeah, you guys are very rude. You're right. I mean, you're just talking at a normal volume right next to us. I don't know what you expect. Like, you didn't even whisper or anything. Like, I know you talk kind of quiet, but like, that's not whispering, guys. That's just, that's just speaking. We are all right here.
1: I I, I am just going to send an innocuous text message to Sarah just to make sure that nothing is going on.
2: All right. Well, I'll be back. Y'all sit here and uh, no, no, we're coming. I can text and walk. It's <laughs> no, nope, okay. Now you're sending me mixed signals. We're coming with you. All right, man. Well, let's let's
3: go. There's whispers in the woods of demons, and I've heard reports of more nefarious beings. I think we should come with you into the dark wood.
2: Hey, man, I need you to
0: calm it down <laughs> if you're gonna come with me. <laughs> we're just gonna go check on one of my animals.
1: What could go wrong?
0: We see Ari hit the send button on his phone to send the text. Sarah, where would you be on a typical Thursday evening?
4: I'm sitting on my couch in my house, Mm -hmm. probably like halfway through Return of the King
0: for the 80th time. Okay. Uh, Your phone buzzes and there's a text from Ari. What did you send her?
1: I said it was going to be innocuous, but I lied.
0: Um... W-Y-D. (laughs) <laughs> what you doing
1: is the devil of tate's hell flaring up and causing demonic activity in and around Golikochka? exclamation point question mark
0: getting
2: right to it pretty rude to ask someone if they're having a flare up that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not very chill <laughs> ari's not one for tact
1: <laughs> I specified. i specified
4: ari has no chill thank you i kind of chuckle and i'm i'm going to respond with a gif of the monkey puppet with with its eyes like <laughs> blinking like what you mean
1: oh okay no i know exactly <laughs> the, the one you're talking about
4: <laughs> yep that's it
1: <laughs> helpful as always <laughs> oh my god
0: you toss your phone into the cushions and continue on with the saga of sam and frodo <laughs> he'll call me if it's important Right, well, I was going to say, you get a different call uh, on your phone. And it just says Johnny Metters on the, uh, the caller ID.
4: Okay, I guess I'll answer for Johnny. Hello?
0: Hey, Sarah. <laughs> uh, listen, are you busy? I know, it's, I know it's Return of the King night. <laughs> do you have a minute?
4: For you, Johnny, of course I do. I,
0: I think I saw a ghost. I've been tracking it through the woods. But it's getting a little hairy. I was wondering if you could maybe come, come meet me and help me out. Johnny, where are you? Uh, well, that, that, that's the thing. I'm hoping if you could turn on Find My Phone. But, like, for me, you know, like a Find My Friends sort of thing. Because I'm, like, out in the glades. I'm, I'm kind of turned around <laughs> out here. I, I don't know uh, exactly where I am at the moment. Oh, God. Oh, God. You hear, like, a like some kind of bird flies by on the call <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right i'll find you but you owe me i I promise i
0: didn't just get lost in the woods i, I was chasing after a ghost so uh <laughs> all
4: right i'm coming okay why don't you
0: yeah no i don't think i need to make you roll to <laughs> locate johnny at this point i think it'd be reasonable that you'd have some sort of tracking <laughs> <laughs> set up that you can find him quickly yeah I'm very paranoid. Given how many times having to find him has been important for your group.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You'd be surprised how little we actually
0: (laughs) are prepared. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, quickly describe Sarah, and then we'll jump back to uh, the boys as they go investigate this rattling cage. Sarah is
4: pretty young. She's about 25, or maybe canonically now. It's been a while. Maybe she's 26
1: now. (laughs) Happy birthday.
4: But this is season two Sarah so she has one side of her head is shaved and she has long dark curly hair that she wears all to the other side she has a lot of new battle scars one very noticeable one on her neck she dresses very strangely and is probably putting on her bright yellow boots and her leather jacket right now to go find Johnny I
3: feel the need to clarify if anyone's listening to us for the first time on this uh, collaborative project. Uh, We only have one season as of this recording. Uh, We use season two, Sarah, to refer to her, her big character change. So, yes. Many of us have
1: season two, in quotes. Outfits,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and haircuts.
0: Everyone knows buying a new outfit constitutes a brand new season of narrative excellence.
1: <laughs> Everybody gets bangs, and we all get new outfits.
4: Yeah, yep. <laughs> I got a haircut. I went from my my police high and tight to rebel. I'm a rebel now. That's
0: practically character development.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Almost. <laughs> So Sarah goes outside when she's suited up for Johnny hunting, gets on her motorcycle and drives off following the signal that her phone is leading her towards. The rest of you make your way through the retreat past the different cages of the animals that are there, either recuperating or just there as part of the ongoing exhibit. And you do start to hear this like shaking of chain link and hissing going on. Towards one of the further back pens, where there is a relatively new addition to the retreat's menagerie, a uh, an adult croc who you had to get off a golf course and uh, bring here before you can coordinate a release attempt back into the wild.
3: Are there snakes in this part of the retreat,
1: Ray? Snipes. There's snipes, not snakes.
2: See, we live in Florida. There's, you know how they say there's a spider, like, within a few feet of you at all times? That's that's snakes here.
3: Is it normal for snakes
2: to not only hiss, but to also sound like the rattling of chains? Well, there's something called a rattlesnake. They're not that (laughs) common, but... That's true.
0: Why doesn't one of you read a bad situation? Of our first roll of the game.
2: I was gonna say, it should probably be Sieb because he's been, he's being the paranoid one.
0: Sieb's on edge.
2: (laughs) I wasn't being very skeptical. You can take it, Sieb, if you'd like. Uh,
3: I will help if needed. I'm not used to having to grab for dice since I'm typically the keeper, so (laughs) it's weird. But I'll roll plus weird and I'll look at my character sheet to know my stats. (laughs) Uh
0: Does Sieb have an ability that makes Read a Bad Situation weird for him?
3: Oh, shoot. Yeah, no, you're right. No, I just forgot how to play this game completely.
2: (laughs) That's fine, we'll cut it. It's been a long time. (laughs) We'll all seem like professionals in the edit. They'll say, dang, can I start doing that? No, we're in a bad situation. I'll roll plus weird. And uh, (laughs) we're all good here. I didn't have to say anything. Why did I say
3: anything? (laughs) Six, seven. Seven plus one is eight. I rolled an eight.
0: An eight, a big success. All right, well, that's still uh, uh, one hold, which you can ask a question.
2: Now find your list of questions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and grab your list of questions, Ian. (laughs) Keeper. Give him a break. He doesn't have to do this that often. I'm going to ask... What's the biggest threat? The biggest threat, Sieb, is when you get to this gator pen, Ray Ray is busy trying to see what could be causing problems for this animal. There's like feed bucket, So if you try and get it some food to get it to calm down, maybe it's just hungry. Uh, it did recently arrive. But you're looking for more nefarious dangers. And so you see that the gator has come over once it hears the sound and the rattle of the like feed bucket being opened but the fence on the far side of the pen is still shaking and making that rattling chain link noise and you catch the sight of a withered arm reaching through the chain link like it's forced its way through and broken a couple fingers on the way to do this and just a face pressed up against the chain link constantly gnashing with these warm teeth where the skin is pulled back like it's been dried out in the sun. And you can see this husk of a person grasping at the animal. And you gather that this is definitely what upset the alligator. That ain't no rattlesnake.
2: Friend of yours, Ray Ray. You know, sometimes the stereotypes of Florida is just
0: too much to bear. (laughs) (laughs) I once compared South Dakota to hell in a recent episode. So we're no stranger (laughs) on uh, this show, dissing certain states.
1: (laughs) As this creature is held back by the fence, could I take a closer look at it?
0: Yeah. Once Steve points it out, you're all made aware of this creature as it... Hey, buddy, I don't know what
2: you're on, but you need to get on out. I don't want to have to call anybody. This doesn't look like
1: wild bites.
2: There's a lot more down here than wild bites, Ari.
1: I'm pretty sure that it's not Halloween again, although I can't be too sure. Can I investigate this threat? Could I try to suss out exactly what it is?
0: Yeah. Are you going to do it close up or are you going to just from where you are on the other side of this cage? I will
1: get a few inches past its hand as it is reaching. I will not let it grab me unless it does something extraordinary. Are you going into the gator pen to do this, or you can go around it? No, not if it's a new gator. I will go around
0: it. Okay, you can traverse the like perimeter of this cage, which is sort of on the edge of the retreat in general. Beyond this, there is just the local forest. And uh, as you come around, this thing starts to like notice you, but it can't pull itself free of the chain link. It's so like strongly forced itself into one position that now it's kind of stuck there. I will follow close behind, but let Ari take point.
2: Sure. Ari, you need to be careful. They're probably on drugs, and they can be very, very unpredictable. Sometimes you just gotta distract them.
1: Perhaps you could get Sarah on the phone just in case. And I want to try to suss out what sort of creature this is. Sure, yeah, investigate a mystery. I'll do my best. Plus weird, by the way, on that. <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs>
0: Everything's plus weird tonight. <laughs>
2: This is going to be a good game.
1: (laughs) Uh, That is 10 on the dice plus 2, so 12. Nice. It's not advanced for Ari right now? Uh, No, I do not currently have any advancements.
0: Okay, just the regular hold 2 then. Uh, I would like to ask what sort of creature it is. Uh, It clearly looks undead. Mm. You're not sure specifically like what sort, but this person has areas of their flesh that looks like it's been chewed away. Mm. while still the rest of it being animated. And it looks like it's maybe floated in a swamp for a while and had the nature go to its body. But yeah, it's it's some kind of zombie ghoul-type creature.
1: It, it appears that we have a zombie stuck in your fence, Ray Ray.
2: Uh, do what now?
1: A creature of the undead, a shambling corpse.
2: Zombies are real, Ray Ray.
1: And there's one in your backyard.
2: That checks out, honestly. I I wouldn't be very surprised if zombies are real.
1: Yeah, it's not a far stretch.
0: Ray Ray, could you read a bad situation now that you're aware of a a zombie being on your property?
1: (laughs) Now that we're all having
0: a conversation. That is a nine. A nine. Okay, that's only one question. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? If you come around and look at this thing. Ari and Seeb have sort of just squatted and are examining it from a distance. But as you're approaching, you start to see more shapes coming out of the woods and approaching them. And when you shine your flashlight over, you see uh, more of these. Again, they're less, less like rotted undead and more like they've been mummified in that they are completely dried out and then just sort of gotten raisiny from being in water and the humidity of Florida again and they start to stumble towards your two compatriots hey uh y'all yes Ray Ray there's uh uh,
2: look
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ray Ray I suggest perhaps you go and get the Ray van it's 1993 all over again we don't talk about that
0: (laughs) a couple of them are reaching towards Ari and Sieb. what are you guys doing Let's
1: move.
3: Uh, Sieb produces seemingly from nowhere a katana that is marked with glowing purple runes Mm. all along the blade and prepares
1: to defend his friends. Okay. Now, Sieb, these may be locals. There may be a way to cure this. We don't need to resort to swords. They seem very slow.
0: Ari, as you look at these people, the wounds that they have on them, aside from being dried out, are clearly fatal one person's throat has been torn away another person's like stomach is sort of hanging open whatever has caused these people to rise they were dead long before that happened to them it would be a miracle to bring them back to full human existence
1: see everything i said i take back immediately (laughs) 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 these are obviously corpses raised from the dead not living people turned into zombies I've gotten a lot of cultural references recently, and I get them twisted up in my mind sometimes. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's not a 28 days, more of a other stuff.
1: A rooster just showed me that one, yeah. Still,
3: I will do my best not to bring harm when it's not necessary, but I'll hold them off and you guys get back to the, I don't know, where it's lit, somewhere somewhere safe.
2: Meanwhile, Ray's picking up a rock and trying to hit one. Of the- <laughs> just get the <laughs> hell away, man!
0: act under pressure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, good. That's that's a six. Good. Great.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Ari, as you're saying, we got to get out of here. And Sieb is over here ready to defend you. Ray Ray has picked up a rock, chucks it at one of the zombies, smacking it in the head and its neck <laughs> snaps in this unnatural way. And it stumbles, but doesn't go down. And in the moment Ray is celebrating a good shot, two more of these zombies appear out of the darkness behind him and latch onto him. So you now have two of these husks just clinging to you, Ray Ray.
1: (sighs) Ray Ray, would you like us to help you with this minor problem or have you got this?
2: The hell do you
5: mean? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'll sword off of him. I, I would if we're gonna go at the same time and slash one of these zombies each. Oh yeah, we both have swords now. That's pretty cool.
0: Ooh, it's the first time. Yeah, these two former FAE agents. Swing,
1: <laughs> swing. Not very good with this sword, mind you. But
3: <laughs> I would just like to make it clear that you copied me on the sword thing. I know that's <laughs>
1: very true.
2: Uh, real quick, I'd like to go around the table. Uh, say the name of that sword. I'm sorry. What do you call that sword? Which sword? Who's, who are you pointing to? Ty- Just both of you? The type of sword that you have? My sword is a katana. Okay. You said katana earlier, and I was very concerned. Did you?
3: I like that Did it you? was Sieb
0: saying that, though. <laughs> yeah, I was it Sieb? Because that makes sense.
3: That's the way we say it on the panhandle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the 1800s. Get cut me some slack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beautiful.
0: You guys draw your weapons, and uh, we will cut away from that dramatic moment of tension briefly back to Sarah Payne you have driven for a little while it seems the GPS route is taking you sort of around the back roads you know that it does run sort of parallel to where Ray Ray's place and the retreat is but you are driving along this road and you wind up seeing Johnny Metter's car pulled over on the side uh, with its emergency flashers going And there's a, you know, some broken twigs and things that lead off into the woods.
4: Okay. I will make it clear that I have my gun. (laughs) Okay. Just throwing that out there. Mm -hmm. And I will, I'll grab like a flashlight out of the sidecar. And I will go off into the woods. Okay. Which is scary. But what could go wrong?
1: We're one dang away from everybody saying their
0: catchphrases. (laughs) you can investigate a mystery sarah as you look for your protege acquaintance it's complicated with johnny metters he's my padawan
5: Mm.
4: that is a nine
0: nine just the one question then i guess where did it go would make the most sense you are walking along you still get your phone which will inch you closer and closer to the, like, ping where it says Johnny is. Mm-hmm. But also, it's not that hard to track Johnny. You can see big boot prints in the mud. Uh, You see a couple, like, empty snack cracker wrappings that just sort of, like, discarded to the side. There's, like, a beef jerky stick half-eaten that just, like, he set on a stump and probably forgot about when he saw something and chased after it with his camera. And you get to this area where a couple trees have fallen over and you start to hear the sounds of something rustling and moving quite a lot in the woods beyond this point but your flashlight goes across this fallen cypress and you see johnny just sort of hunkered down amongst the root cluster with his camera looking at some footage that he got and when you shine the light on him he goes oh sarah hey you gotta come see this it's incredible
4: Johnny, what the hell, man? Shh, they're right over that ridge.
0: They're, they're fighting. Some. So I think it's. I think the Gator Man's trying to defend me. He's going off against the ghost. All right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Checks out.
4: Yep. It's best to just agree with him. I. I let me see those pictures, Johnny.
0: Uh, you play back the footage of his. And you do see it's like it's real bad footage because his camera isn't equipped with like nighttime vision. It's just a little handheld recorder. But there is this floating light that seems to dart and move around rather quickly uh, amongst the trees. Every once in a while, it winks out and then lights up again with a big bluish white flash. And also you see a shadowy shape moving through the trees and seemingly occasionally colliding with this light and then retreating and moving away and the sounds are getting further away as whatever's happening continues to move through this underbrush but there's definitely something going on it's hard to make out again on his bad equipment.
4: I think I mean what could go wrong I think I'm going to start walking towards it and I will use what could go wrong.
0: Okay that's a mundane move
4: So whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets, hold two. You may spin your hold to inflict plus one harm reduce someone's harm suffered by one
0: or take plus two forward on an act under pressure roll. Okay. You climb through or climb over the underbrush. Johnny calls after you. No, Sarah, wait. One of my boots got stuck in the mud. I I can't keep, I can't go follow you. I'm gonna gonna step on something. The, The leeches, they're gonna get me. Johnny, just wait here take the camera at least. Get me some footage for for the blog. Okay. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: All right. (laughs) With your camera, flashlight and gun, (laughs) somehow all three balanced. (laughs) Make your way through the woods towards this sound of uh, a commotion. Ray Ray, there's a couple zombies on you, my guy. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Get them all. Get them the hell off. Get them off. Get 'em! them.
2: Off. I can feel it. I'm, a, I'm tur I can feel it in my veins.
5: <laughs> I feel
2: death grass taking me.
5: Let's
1: see, Biff, you wouldn't mind uh, helping me remove these zombies from our friend Ray Ray. I'm on it.
3: may we attempt to protect protect our <laughs> our poor friend Ray
0: here. Sure, yeah. you can really protect someone.
3: Is this me protecting and you helping out? However you want to play it, sir. I'm super geared towards protecting
1: someone, so I'm going to try to do it as often as I possibly can. Okay. You protect someone, I'm going to try to shoot a laser out of my sword at the other one. Tight.
0: As you do.
3: Okay. Ten. Nice.
0: That's a full success. You can pick an extra.
3: I am going to... I'm just gonna hold the enemy back. I'm hoping that we can get to safety, get kind of out of these out of these woods, back mm-hmm. onto a pathway or, you know, something like that.
0: Yep. You, with your rune-engraved sword, come up and put it around one of the zombie's heads and use like the unsharpened side to peel it off of Rey and sort of force it to the ground in a, a headlock where you press your knee into its back and it just sort of <laughs> gnashes its teeth as you just sort of restrain it uh, in, a, in a lock position. So that's one zombie down. Ari, you said you're gonna attack the other one?
1: I am. I'm going to hold up my sword as it starts to glow and I'm going to tell Ray Ray to stand very still. And I'm gonna use my burn everything move on the zombie, which is a weird roll, it's a use magic roll. And if I hit, it can be three harm, ignore armor, magic obvious.
0: Nice.
1: That's five on the dice, plus two is a seven. Seven, okay. So it is a used magic effect, so that would invoke the magic glitches. Okay. You know, I'm just gonna say that it has a short duration. I'm just trying to blast this thing off of Ray Ray. I'm not trying to engage in a battle.
0: That's fair enough. What does it look like when this thing comes out? Is it literally a laser?
1: (laughs) My hand starts to pulse green with this magic. Through the runic scars into the hilt of the sword, which begins to glow this almost greenish amber light throughout the whole blade of the sword, which coalesces the tip and just fires out this beam of holy and green magic combined.
0: Love it. Yeah, the zombie looks like it's about to chomp down on Ray's, like, trapezius, and as it rears back to get a bite, it just... <sighs> And this green beam flies through its face and it goes limp, just hanging on your uh, body ray with its like long, desiccated fingernails. But Ari has completely uh, subdued this creature that was about to take a chop out of you. Let's blow the tip of the sword like it's a gun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, let's get to the ray van. I'm good. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got zombie on you. I apologize. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm good. I'm good. You're good. There's still the other uh, couple zombies that were over by the ones stuck in the chain link fence, if you want to deal with them or just leave them alone. They move very slowly. They're not fast zombies. So,
1: To me, this feels like a run situation. I feel we should collect Sarah and perhaps tell Rooster to stay inside the infirmary. I would like them to not get at my animals. That's true. I don't know if zombies like gator brains. I
0: was the one reaching its hand in towards the cage. Y'all know more about this. Is the head thing?
2: Is, does that work? Like you gotta, like, destroy the head?
1: It's too early to tell.
2: What does that mean?
0: It means you've killed one of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. I did do
3: that. It did seem to work on that one. Oh, what's the one doing that I, have, that I had headlocked?
0: You've got it restrained. It's very weak. These the zombies are not strong because, again, they look dried out. It's like their muscles sort of just creak and stretch like old leather whenever they try to move.
3: Can I try to, like, coup de gras the one that I have pinned then?
0: Sure. How should I do that? How much uh, harm can your sword do? Uh, two harm. Okay. Yeah, I. if you focus on killing this, it will take you more than one attack, and that might leave you open to attack from the other two that are not restrained.
3: Yeah, I feel like if Ray Ray said we need to stay and defend his animals, then I'm down for that plan, so.
0: All right, I will.
3: Oh,
1: Sarah, send me a moving picture of some sort. I don't know what this means. Let me just let her know that there's zombies about. I'm just going to quickly text back as the zombie is approaching me. Zombies, exclamation point. Head to retreat.
0: Okay. We cut to Sarah as you're walking through the woods you actually start to spy that blue light flickering in the woods uh, as it passes by different trees and things. And you start to hear this, like, the sound of something very big running and snapping branches. And even at one point, you're sort of like a... And uh, your phone goes off with whatever ringtone you have for when Ari texts you... (laughs)
3: Play
4: that funky music, white boy. No, it's... I've learned my lesson. It's on silent.
0: There's at least a little... "Mm, mm," In your pocket.
4: Oh, God. I'm more concerned about this massive thing running towards us.
1: You never respond to me anyway.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Did Johnny follow me or did I just leave him I just left him stuck in a log (laughs) you
0: you left him one shoe he's sort of leaning up against a tree (laughs) You probably if you listen hard can still hear him being like Sarah Sarah are you getting it have you found is that the gator man is he my guardian angel oh god I'm
4: going to run back to Johnny and help him get unstuck because if he gets murdered It's my fault. I'm going to feel really bad.
0: Okay. You, You turn from the sound of this commotion happening in the woods. When you get back to Johnny and you're pulling his like leg out of the mud, right as it comes out, you hear a gunshot go off. And again, you hear that sort of off where the commotion was happening.
4: Okay. Johnny, do you have your shotgun?
0: Let's just roll a luck check for Johnny. We'll see. (laughs) <laughs> he says I, I was cleaning it when I saw the, the ghost drive by and I, <laughs> I, I didn't have time to reassemble it I, I needed to get the footage I figured it wouldn't work on a ghost anyway but now there's, now there's something else out there drove by okay
4: alright Johnny I'm gonna he drove by in a,
0: in a spooky black sedan Sarah it's some kind of driving ghost I don't <laughs>
4: <laughs> alright Johnny Take my gun.
1: You said Donnie.
4: I think I said Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, take my gun. Outta there, Sarah. What you doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's he's here. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Take my gun. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> Sarah,
0: I will guard this with my life. You have my word as a monster hunter in your Padawan.
4: I need you to be as quiet as possible.
0: Can you do that? Can you be quiet? <laughs> he sees like fidgeting. <laughs> <laughs>
4: What's the plan? What are we What are we doing though? I just Just follow me, and just don't die. That's rule number three.
0: I'm not worried about dying. I got a show to produce, so uh, you know. <laughs> That's funny.
1: <laughs> Good stuff.
0: A little too real. <laughs>
5: All right. All right. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah.
4: I want to, as quietly as possible. Try to get closer to whatever is, is making this noise.
0: Or wherever the gunshot came from. Mm-hmm. Probably act under pressure if you're trying to do that stealthily. Towards the, the gunshot. Oh,
5: God.
4: <laughs> I have a plus two because of what could go wrong. But I also have a minus one. So let me tell you, it didn't help whatsoever. Oh, no. Great. <laughs> right. It's a
0: six. A six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sarah, you and Johnny start to creep through the muddy forest again towards this large commotion. It's Johnny's fault. It's not my fault. It's Johnny's fault. Really not. Fault. No, not the professional Sarah Payne. <laughs> when you act <laughs> under pressure and fail, things go to hell. We're going to use that in a very general sense. Nice. Sieb, Ari, and Ray Ray, you guys are at the retreat. You. Went after those zombies, but more of them started to pour out of the forest. There's just like, you know, now a, a cluster of them rattling the cages, going after the animals. And for sake of moving us along in our little one shot, it's a full on, not bloodbath, because these things have no blood. It's all dried up. uh But have they any blood? It would be all over the place as you <laughs> <laughs> carve into them with your glowing swords and, uh, Ray, I think at some point you heard the cries of Help! Ray Ray! From the, like, kiddie pool in the barn. Oh, <laughs> I don't know that I can do the voice. Can I get a little taste of uh, Barbie? And- that was very close. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty close. You gotta kind
3: of, like, shake your diaphragm as you, like, you gotta, <laughs> Help! Ray
2: Ray!
1: Gosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is good. This is, like... I don't know if Ari's ever attacked anything in this whole show.
0: <laughs> if I can give y'all a, a treat and something a little out of the ordinary from what you're usually used to, I will have achieved my goal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're very bad at actually fighting any monster. Maybe we've actually killed two things in our 45 <laughs> episodes. I don't even know if we killed the siren. It just kind of turned into trash. Mm. That's That might not count. And then... Ryan killed a bear in, like, episode four on accident. <laughs> none of us feel good about it. R.I.P. Also, I realize I killed everything. Well, you're, you know, the monsters.
0: <laughs> I heard Sarah melted somebody.
1: That's true. Sarah did melt a man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. You just hear the cries of Barb uh, and see, like, a, a reverse mermaid <laughs> run out of the barn with her little fins flapping. Hello! Perfect. That was perfect. (laughs) Couple zombies.
2: Oh, dang. Right at this rate, I will transform a huge shapeshifter.
0: Okay. For fans of Storyteller Squad, can we get a a nice cinematic description? (laughs) (laughs) Now the bottom of me is white. It's the
4: front of you. You stand up. Yeah, the bottom. I don't understand.
1: (laughs) We're not doing this. We're not doing
0: this. There will be people who have no idea what this joke is about. It's like the meme
3: with, like, how do dogs wear pants? You know like yeah. you know what I'm talking about?
0: Or
2: centaurs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll now get angry and my eyes get a little more orange and start twitching. Mm-hmm. And then I will take my gator form, but it's closer to a croc. And my spine elongates, and, and I get a bit scaly. I grow up about a foot. The actual Galacochica Gator Man <laughs> makes his appearance. A tail comes out of somewhere and it goes somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> there is a tail, certainly.
0: <laughs> a tail exists, it can be found if one is to look.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, yeah. Barb runs by, their little catfish whiskers flailing in the wind. <laughs>
5: What's going
0: on?
2: I just pick up Barb and I I put her I throw her over my shoulder and I run. <laughs> Incredible. So I hope you're prepared to be Barb for this entire uh
0: one shot. So, because... <laughs> <laughs> the two FAE agents are doing what you can against this group of zombies.
1: I'm not putting you on my <laughs> shoulder, Seb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, you're in the woods. Johnny's following you, which makes you much less quiet. You hear a couple more gunshots go off. Those of you on the retreat, you also start to hear the like echoey sound of a gunshot that's maybe being muffled by the foliage and vegetation of the trees nearby.
2: Oh good, Sarah's on her way.
1: Damn, they
0: got
2: they got guns. They got (laughs) fucking You're telling me these ones got fucking guns.
0: (laughs) Zombies with guns. Sarah, you see that white light off in the woods suddenly is streaking towards you and Johnny. And as it gets closer and closer, you start to hear the breaking and splintering of wood as whatever this thing starts to come at you and tear through the trees and branch of the forest that you're in. And I'm going to say that as it flies by, some splinters that like fly off one of the trees, fly off and will hit you in the arm. You'll take one harm. Johnny gets a couple of these splinters that just like ram through the rubber of his boot into his leg.
4: Oh my God, Sarah, they got me.
0: (laughs) And just falls over into the mud. And as that light passes by again, sort of making traveling in a big circular arc, you see red eyes and a large creature suddenly drops down and lands. And then it is gone as it tears through the woods again, seemingly fleeing from that white light. As you shine your flashlight, you can see two figures. They're off in the distance. You don't get quite a good view of them, but two people are running after where that light and the large beast just fled to. So there's the the results of your failing that act under pressure role. Oh, God. Johnny,
4: I told you not to die. You can't get hurt. Sarah,
0: promise me. Oh, God. <laughs> promise me you'll keep the podcast going if I don't make it. Oh,
5: God.
0: Do you want to read a bad situation? Yeah, I
4: was literally about to say <laughs> want to read a bad situation and hopefully not fail. Oh, that's much better. That is a... It's an 11. Ooh, two questions. Are there any dangers we
0: haven't noticed? When the two figures ran by, one of them was glowing slightly, similarly to that shape that busted through all the trees. And the other one... You didn't catch a look at their face, but they had their hands held up in a position like they were the one firing the gun earlier. And you could tell that they were dressed mostly in black, but in like suit blacks, not quite like shadowy cultist garb or anything like that.
4: What's the best way to protect the victims being myself and
0: Johnny? The best way to protect you would probably be to ditch the dead weight that is Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) The best way to protect him, as you're looking, and he's like again leaned up against some stump with these like splinters sticking in uh, to his leg. He's
5: like, "Sarah, I can't move my leg.
0: I think it's gonna have to be taken." And you go down to like do some potential first aid and look at it, and like, yes, it did cut him, but it's actually just pinned his leg to the stump. It didn't impale him or anything. He just can't move because his pant leg is like so you know <laughs> tightly <laughs> pinned into the ground. <laughs> and he's got maybe like a scrape and a splinter or two you think the best way to protect him would be to just get him to leave (laughs) go home okay i do this a lot yeah
4: (laughs) all right i'm going to pull the piece that's holding him to the tree out
2: oh no god you're not supposed to pull it out now i'm gonna bleed (laughs) to death
4: (laughs) johnny you're fine it was just your pants leg you're fine see
0: oh god I thought I wasn't going to for sure.
4: All right. I need you to leave.
0: Roll <laughs> 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 we'll manipulate someone.
4: Rule number one of of monster hunting is secrets. What was rule number two? Was it always listen to Sarah? Because I feel like it should be always listen to Sarah.
3: Pretty sure that was not one. It was something like um, never go off alone or something like that. Yeah,
4: it was never go mm. off alone. Okay.
3: Keep secrets. Never go off alone. What was the third one that you just made? Always listen to Sarah. Always.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It was. It was. Don't die. But yes, that counts. Don't
3: Don't die. die. Yeah. Don't die. Was the one you said earlier.
2: (laughs) Right. It's fine if it doesn't work. I'm on my way to knock him out real quick. I've got one luck, right? No. That's all I use my lucks for, anyway. Considering I have no
0: charm, it's an eight. Okay. Not too bad. Nice. Yeah, you'll have to. Say something to get him to give up this chase tonight. (laughs) All right, rule number three. I know I just said
4: it's don't die, but really it's always listen to Sarah. So I'm telling you, you have to go home.
0: That seems like a pretty arbitrary kind of rule to just spring on me, but I... I... Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. He sees that you are standing here giving him this order with still a chunk of wood just, like, in your (laughs) Uh And he glances down at your feet where the camcorder of all his footage is, like, sinking into the mud. Oh, no! And goes to, like, grab that, scrape some of the mud off. All right, I I gotta go. I gotta go make sure that this didn't corrupt the the file. Listen, Sarah, you be careful, okay? Uh, If rule number three is always listen to you, then... Number four definitely should be don't die. That, that should be up there at the top of the list. I'm surprised it wasn't rule number one. I'm, I am I understand. Just be careful out there. Can
4: you like text me when you get back to your house?
0: I'll try to remember, but I am going to be very interested in getting this uploaded right away. So I might forget, but I'll, I'll try to remember that. Yeah, this is way weirder than a ghost. Johnny will head back towards his car. <laughs> Oh, Which God. hopefully isn't dead having had the flashers going all this time. <laughs> oh, God. I might have to AAA it. <laughs> he
4: can call the one Uber in Gulkochka.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, you can continue to pursue if you'd like.
4: I'm going to text Ari. Sure. I guess I never even even checked my phone because all that happened. But <laughs> I'll look at my phone. He said zombies! Exclamation Mm
5: hmm.
4: I'm going to text him back and say, there's something strange in the woods. And then I'm going to immediately send him my location.
2: Y'all sure do text a lot in chaotic situations.
0: (laughs) You certainly do. Because we see Ari just (laughs) slice through a a husk (laughs) zombie as it falls away. And his little pocket mm, mm, (laughs) lights up as you get a text from Sarah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know, modern walkie talkies, man. Mm
5: hmm.
1: Are we switching over to us, or are you staying on Sarah? We're switching over to you guys. Wonderful. See, we need to make it back to the infirmary immediately. I assume that's where Ray Ray ran off with Barb over his shoulder.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know what you're talking about. Ray is running to the infirmary. <laughs> <laughs> he picked up <laughs> Barb, and he's... <laughs> the, the
1: giant monster <laughs> who could be helping us is running to the infirmary, so perhaps we should as well. <laughs> Regrouping was always my preferred plan, so let's do it. Don't tell him I called him a giant monster though. That was emotional in the heat of the moment. (laughs)
3: Pretty rude, man.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. Not cool, dude.
0: (laughs) Ray Ray, as you, as as these two sort of begin to retreat from the the zombies, you're running with Barb away from the different fenced-in areas and you see something big just like jog its way in front of you, a little ways ahead through the retreat. It's either very muscly or very just like heavy set in its appearance. It's dark. You're using your gator eyes to sort of see in the nighttime at this moment. And just this big shadow leaps down and leaps forward again. And you catch sight of it as Barb is like,
4: right, it's the end of days?
2: Barb, <laughs> I'm going to need you to calm down. This is a stressful situation. I understand but I've got this under control. And you're a little slippery. <laughs> also, what the hell are you doing in
0: the barn? That's on me. I, I forget where Barb's <laughs> home is.
5: <laughs>
1: it's perfect. We don't know what Barb's up to <laughs> when we're not around.
0: <laughs> it's bingo night. <laughs> <laughs> perfect.
1: <laughs> Peg and a bunch of monsters
0: playing bingo in the barn. Love it. But, Ray Ray, as you say, I've got everything under control. A white light comes spinning out of the woods and plants itself ding, right in your path. And you have to stop suddenly and turn on a dime to sort of avoid running into this thing, which you can now see is a six foot, maybe 10 to 12 inch wide sword embedded into the ground and it is glowing with this bluish, ethereal energy. And as you analyze it, you see it start to wiggle and lift out of the ground and then fly back towards a figure who catches it and slowly approaches you. You see this woman with white hair, very pale skin, also glowing a bit with this bluish, white aura around her. Someone else is behind her and you can see the light cast by her form and the sword lighting up this gentleman with dusty blonde hair, sort of a close bit of stubble. He's wearing a tan overcoat over a black suit. The woman is also in a suit and has this like dark skull-like gothic makeup on her face. And in fact, if you look at her a little closely, you can see like bits of her skeleton peeking through her skin as if it's a little translucent. And she lifts the sword up at you, Ray Ray, and says, Put the fish lady down and surrender, demon. You're not escaping this time.
2: Alright, now we got the Grim Reaper and Ghosts here. Alright, oh uh, nope. Running.
0: You're running away.
2: Uh, Run into the Barb. We're getting you we're getting you to rooster. We're gonna get y'all <laughs> to the Oobliet. We're good. We're good all we're all good here. Don't look at him. I'm pretty sure I heard something about it. if you look him in the eye, you die or something. Act under pressure.
1: (laughs) Always cover your eyes when you meet a new monster, just in case. (laughs) Uh,
0: That is a 10. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you just take off running. (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. Ari and Sieb, you see these two figures coming out of the woods. And since you're also headed for the house, trying to reach the infirmary, you're close enough to hear the taller man next to this glowing woman say... Shit, he's going for the civilian residence. I'll circle around and... Hold up. Are we at a zoo? And the woman just lifts up into the air, surrounded by that ethereal aura, and says, I'll stop him. Just cover me. She looks like she's about to fly after Ray Ray with that sword at her side.
1: That's very disconcerting.
0: You can notice that she isn't holding it anymore. It seems to float and hover around her in a rather threatening orbit.
1: How now, spirit?
3: Whither wander you? All right, same. All right.
0: How now, brown cow?
2: How now, brown cow?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I am Agent Ari Green, and unless you've bought a ticket, you are trespassing.
0: Are you stepping in front to like block their path?
1: Sure. Yeah, I'll hold out my badge as well.
0: Ooh, very cool. You're able to get this woman to shift her attention to you, Ari. She takes note of your badge and then looks you over with these intense and haunted ghostly eyes. She touches back down onto the ground and takes up a cautious stance with the large sword in front of her. I've never heard of the F.A.E, Agent Green. But regardless, you're interfering with an Easty Agency pursuit of a dangerous monster.
1: The Gator Man, is that the dangerous monster?
0: Is that what you call him around here?
1: He... lives here. Funny enough, his mother used to be able to fly like you.
0: The man with the Texas accent stands up beside the ghostly woman, and you see him slowly holstering a small handgun. He says, Did you say he lives here? He does. I thought he was supposed to be new in town. Oh, no. um... And he looks over at his partner, and she says, That is what the other demons said.
1: That's interesting. You talk to demons as well. We have a a friend like that. Um, have you brought the zombies with you?
0: The man looks at you and he pulls out a similar agency-style badge. I'm Agent Max Beagle. This is my partner, Hilary Ross. We're with the E.C. Agency. We've been hunting down the son of a bitch that's behind all them zombies.
1: I have cataloged the Gator Man's power set for his entire life. I can assure you he has no necromantic abilities. Sieb here can attest to that as well. This is Seb Tate. I'm Agent Tate. I'm his, I'm his partner.
0: Ross looks you two over. He was running off with someone who was screaming bloody murder, though. That's not concerning at all? Or?
1: Surprisingly, his friend and kind of roommate. She is a river maid. Her name is Barb. There's a lot to catch up on. We have a rich lore.
0: Ross lets the aura around her settle down and the glow vanishes from the sword. You see these wrappings that are on her sleeves and pant legs fly off and wrap and sheathe the sword, and she slings it over her back.
1: That is very cool.
0: Fucking hell, we lost him.
1: No, I mean, he's here. He lives here again, I should say. It's strange. It's all very
0: out of the ordinary. Not your friend. The demon we're actually trying to catch. Sarah, at this point, you come stumbling out of the woods onto the LaRue Wildlife Retreat. Oh shit, I was right there the whole time.
1: You've got my text message.
0: You can see the remains of the bunch of undead just sort of scattered around <laughs> in different <laughs> states of uh, dismemberment.
4: <laughs> what? What?
1: Oh, welcome, Sarah. You know Sieb. Of course, I know Sieb. Howdy.
4: Can I rip this thing that's in my arm out? Yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can perform some first aid if you like.
1: I thought something looked different about you.
4: I have lay on hands.
1: Sure. This is going to end well. If all of you could avert your eyes as this mysterious stranger from the woods does magic on herself. (laughs) 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 I can almost attest that she has nothing to do with this zombie problem as well.
4: (laughs) Almost.
0: (laughs) I can almost attest to it. Alright, that is a ten. So yeah, you can heal that wound and and take the splinter of tree out. Alright. You see your friend Ari talking to these two people in suits, and you gather they were probably the ones chasing that monster in the woods.
1: Before you ask, Sarah, no, they are not friends of mine. We've only just met.
0: I
4: mean, their suits look just like your suit.
1: Uh, yeah.
4: Well, not this current suit,
1: but... Either way, we should head to the Oubliette. Sieb? I think Sieb
3: already went in. I think when Sieb sees Sarah use her devil power, he can't bear to look at it and he just immediately goes inside.
0: Is the Lay on Hands a devil-based ability of yours now? Yes.
3: Yeah, because it has the... Red
1: lightning? Yeah. Okay. You two will have to discuss that later.
0: Mm-hmm. So Steve has just turned abruptly and wanders off. Uh, Sarah, you're introduced to Agents Ross and Spiegel, who fans of my show will know <laughs> were in the last crossover and is sort of our connecting line through all these one shots. But they say to you, Ari, well, sorry for trespassing. If you show us to the exit, we'll go on about tracking down the actual demon.
4: Yeah, what the hell was that giant thing in the
0: woods? Ross says, you were there?
4: Yes, I... I was. Doesn't matter what I was doing in the woods.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was about to say ghost hunting with my friend, but I'm not going to say that. I was looking for someone and found
0: y'all instead. Sarah, actually, now that you see Agent Ross, you see that she does have this like stark white, long hair, and very like pale skin tone, which is almost white even when it's not glowing. And this like very dark, smoky eye uh, around her, her eye sockets. So when you recall that Johnny Meadows said he saw a ghost driving a black sedan, you're not sure what's up with that flying light yet since you got here a little late, but you can sort of put together that he probably just saw this weirdo and decided to follow them. God
4: damn, my friend thought you were a ghost. It wouldn't be far off.
0: Are you a ghost? Not entirely. <laughs> Agent Spiegel says, Uh Well, y'all are very clearly acquainted with this uh, line of work that we're in, so uh, I don't really feel the need to mince words with y'all. We're pursuing a demon. We're kind of on an unofficial job at the moment. I gather y'all folks can appreciate the need for secrecy and discretion. We do our best. Ross eyes the house where, like, the screen door is still swinging <laughs> after Steve went in. If, if you'd all like to come in. I should probably apologize to your big green friend.
1: Uh, yeah, he's emotional. I will lead everybody towards the infirmary down to the secret room. Okay. And lock the front door in case of zombies.
0: Mmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ray, you get down into the infirmary and open the oubliette I guess toss Barb inside.
2: <laughs> Ray runs down and tosses Barb in the oubliette, and then he runs and grabs Rooster and tosses Rooster in the oubliette, and he closes it.
5: <laughs> if anything happens,
2: it might be up to you to restore humanity. <laughs> <laughs> or something. I'm not entirely sure how that'll work, but... uh His
0: rooster just gives you, like, a horrified expression as you slam the oubliette door open. <laughs> He's just mouthing like, Fuck, man, she's a fish. What are you? Bang! And the door closes on
2: him. I'll be back for you.
1: <laughs> Scaly hand on the glass of the, the Ouviette
0: door. <laughs> yeah. You turn around in your huge gator form and see Ari calmly leading a bunch of people into your secret hideout. The sounds of woohoo going on in the background. <laughs> Is the t still running. Oh, Lord.
1: Ray, Ray, I'd like to introduce you to our new friends.
0: The hell, man!
1: No, it's okay. They're on, they're on the DL, you know. What? <laughs> they're monster hunters.
0: You got a skin condition or something, there, bud? I'm alive, if that's anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, he is not the demon that you have been chasing.
0: Clearly. Clearly. Russell sort of walked past you, Ari. And uh, extend a sheepish hand to you, Ray Ray. Nope, I've seen this movie. Uh uh-uh. uh,
2: I ain't ready to go.
5: <laughs>
0: I'm.
2: You will not take me, Dark Lord.
0: <laughs> I'm not the Grim Reaper. I'm. possessed. I'm sorry for tossing this thing at you. You looked just like the thing we've been chasing. In the dark, at least.
5: Well,
3: demons do seem to be somewhat of a common problem around these parts.
2: Sarah, you ain't gonna look like that eventually, are you?
0: (laughs) That's rude. (laughs) Not if I can help it.
4: I'm avoiding making eye contact with Sieb.
1: It's very awkward in here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Mac just kind of adjusts his tie. Well, uh, apologies made. Um,
1: Have you learned anything about the creature?
2: Well... Did you send your zombie horde after it? I'd really appreciate if you would uh, call it off.
1: I checked. It's not there.'s zombies. Well,
0: zombies aren't us, friend. That's uh, that's the demon doing that. If we can find it and get rid of it, that'll put it into them, we think. We're kind of here doing a job to get a favor for a thing. It's a long story. It's late. I don't know that you folks all have time. But honestly, if you wanted to help us track this thing down, we'd probably get it done quicker.
2: If you want, uh, I've got a good hour to share backstories. If you, uh,
5: no, No. he's
2: joking.
0: (laughs) Ross has been looking at you, Sarah, ever since Ray Ray made the comment, like, are you going to look like that eventually? And she'll come over as Max tries to, like, appease Ray Ray's curiosity he just goes on, like, I've been with the E.C. agency for eight-ish years. Ross has been my partner for the last two or three, and, uh, yeah, we're on a mission of find a way to kill demons, so if you got any advice on that or information, we're kind of in that line of work. I'm still just trying to figure out how to be friends with a demon, so I don't really know, uh... That's a tricky business there. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll cut back over to Ross as she approaches you, Sarah. She says, what did he mean by that?
4: Uh, I just met you it's a little personal (laughs) but long story short I signed a deal with the devil of Tate's hell to save my
2: friends oh uh hey uh save earmuffs
4: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's too late for that (laughs) (laughs) I got some cool powers out of it but it's probably not the best (laughs) situation to be in
2: Cool powers.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I heard you melted somebody.
0: God. Ross gives you the most, like, empathetic expression that she's had in the brief time that you've been around her in the house, with there's, like, better lighting. And she says, I know it's tough when you feel like you don't have any other option. If you are connected to a demon, we could really use your help. Have you ever done a tracking spell before? I can't wait to see this.
2: That girl can't even figure out how to get to damn St. Anne's and she's lived her entire life. <laughs> I don't see her tracking shit.
1: Well, let's let this unravel naturally.
2: I've never tried.
4: I, I mean, I assumed I could only talk to the devil of Tate's hell.
0: Ross will look back at her partner, Mac, and give sort of a nod, and he turns to the rest of you and says, Y'all have somewhere we could draw some runes?
3: A few of us know a thing or two about
2: drawing runes. Oh, you mean the Rune Room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ian, please make that canon.
5: (laughs) Not too far off. The
0: Rune
2: Room, I love it. We've got plenty of Rune Rooms. I can't keep all these damn adults from drawing on my damn walls.
3: It's just just barely Ray being
4: facetious. (laughs) That was a a wholesome joke.
1: That would be my bedroom, I suppose. Although I do not wish to summon a demon in my bedroom, so perhaps we could go outside to the training grounds.
0: We won't summon anything. Just track it down.
1: Okay, I... I'm only partially familiar with devil magics, but I can still lend a hand. Probably more than Sarah,
0: but we'll see. (laughs) We'll cross
1: that bridge when we get to it.
0: (laughs) What this is going to be is a big magic. Wonderful. Because the normal magic option lets you observe a place. And uh, recently in my game, we've decided that a a big magic team roll lets you spy on a certain creature. Very cool. So uh, do you guys go outside for this? Uh, let's do it in my room. Let's get wild. Okay, uh, you clear, you clear some space.
1: Oh, hold on, there's papers
3: everywhere. Give me a moment. Are you sure it's okay if I come in, come into your room? <laughs>
1: God. Peg's not here. You can come over.
2: Hey, y- y'all, keep the damn door open. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I will push the single bed to one side of the room and get rid of all of my practice runes all over the walls and everything and make some room on the ground. Okay. I assume they use the ground.
0: Yeah, they'll use the ground or the wall. It doesn't super matter. Ross takes out a little, like, pack of, like, artist's charcoal and just starts sketching basically a round circle. Not, like, huge, but big enough to view through as if it were a window. And then... Looks to you, Sarah, and says, I'm going to need a little bit of your blood. Just a drop or two.
4: Well, my arm's already bleeding, so. Oh, wait, did I lay on hands?
1: <laughs> you did do that. I don't remember if you rolled You it. did
0: do that. I didn't remember getting a roll result. I healed. I Yeah, I healed, so I had to have done well. Yeah, we can say that the blood on your jacket is, like, still usable.
4: It's not dry yet.
0: Yeah, it's humid out. This is, like, ten minutes ago. When you say that, Ross looks even more sorry. And she says, shit, did you get hit by my sword in the woods?
4: Um, kind of. It was like a tree ricochet. It's fine.
0: I'm sorry about that. I get kind of, when we're on a hunt, I can lose myself sometimes.
4: I've only been shot 25 times, so it's
1: fine.
0: She gets stabbed a lot as well. Fucking hell. Damn, you guys are like. Really in this life, huh? (laughs) Ross will take a little bit of the blood off your jacket, make one final rune in the center, and then uh, say, I'm going to need two people to help, at least. I can help.
1: I'm quite intrigued by what you're doing here. I would love to assist.
0: All right. Everybody who's helping with the ritual, roll, uh, use magic. Seeb's going to help? Demon magic?
1: What better way to keep an eye on it? The enemy of your enemy. Do you want us both to use
3: magic?
4: Yep.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: just Ari and Sieb, or am I a part
0: of this? Or is just my blood a part of uh, this? Just Ari and Sieb for now, because if someone needs to help out, we might have you help out. Okay.
1: What'd you get, Sieb? I did terrible.
3: Uh-oh. Um, I got seven plus three plus I have go big or go home from the spell slinger, so I get plus one for big magic rolls. Ooh. Eleven total. what sits
1: very nicely next to my five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Ross got a twelve. She got a, a nine on the die and has plus three weird. So okay. So it's just Ari who fails. <laughs> um <laughs> oh, no.
1: What else is no? <laughs> I will go to the (laughs) devil myself.
3: (laughs) Doesn't Ari have a move where the backlash can't affect you directly from your
1: spells? That is actually a very good point, Ian. Thank you for knowing my character better than I know myself. My bad luck charm move. When you use magic and miss, the backlash never affects you directly if there's someone else around to hit. It'll go for (laughs) allies, other hunters, and innocent bystanders.
5: That
4: sounds horrible.
1: Sometimes, very so often, it might even hit an enemy. Oh
2: no! Anyone but me. (laughs) Use your one luck. I will not do that. (laughs) I forgot, y'all. 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 Hold on one sec. Ray goes and gets in the (laughs) 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 Upliant.
0: All right. Here's what happens. You begin this magic and pour a bit of whatever you tap into to do runic spellcasting into the designs that Ross has made on the floor. Seeb, this magic is not demonic in nature. This is like magic used to locate something. So it's not a a demonic spell, just to alleviate any concerns you might have with it. But you do see Ross's hands glow again with that sort of blue ghostly aura. Her skeleton kind of peeks through again. Ari, this is a little different from fey magic. It seems older. It's not the same runic language you're familiar with, although it operates similarly. But there's just something a little unfamiliar about it that causes your portion of the spell to sort of fizzle and crackle. And this ghostly blue energy starts to push back against your hands, and you're trying to hold it as best you can. And the view inside the circle swirls and we see wading through the swamp breathing heavy is this large not quite scaled more wart covered a large creature spiked in certain areas little growths and like hard edges here and there that suggest maybe a bit of natural armor plating or tough thick skin and it turns (laughs) And has this big, wide mouth and these red eyes with horned ridges atop them. Very frog-like in its facial anatomy. It uh, gives this wide grin. And because there's a fail, this mirror is now no longer a one-way thing. And it smirks and says, Hello, agents. So will you fail to capture me again? Maybe if you come meet me in my domain, we can have a proper battle. And it opens its mouth wide, almost splitting at the sides of its mouth, and this long tongue suddenly shoots out through the scrying window for a brief moment. Ari, the force of this magic being manipulated in this way knocks you back and over before the tongue can impact you, and rather than hitting you, it stabs into Max Beagle and he is pushed up against the wall as this tongue, which is like a frog's tongue, but has all these needles along the end of it and down its length. And he just, Close the portal. And then the tongue whips back through as the rooms are blown away with like a a dusty wind. And Mac just drops to one knee on the ground.
1: Agent, I'm going to have to apologize. I feel like that was mostly my fault. Are you breathing?
0: Ross gets up quickly and runs over to see him. He doesn't look like it actually got through his suit, which he's wearing, which has some, like, Kevlar mesh, basically, that you can see has been, like, damaged by the acidic nature of this creature's tongue. But there is a barb sticking into him, which he yanks out.
5: That's probably not good. Ugh.
0: He opens his shirt and you see this like black mark that starts to spread on his skin and these like rippling black veins.
1: Oh, well, that's not good at all.
0: Um, Sarah,
4: can I use lay on hands? You can try. Well, if I murder him, I apologize now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll do great, Sarah. It would have been a joint effort between you and Ari. <laughs> see but I understand that you're not happy with Sarah right now but you do not have to drag <laughs> me into this
4: <laughs> all right
1: How's that looking Sarah
4: Well this will be a fun a fun story beat it's a seven which is a mixed success so I can heal him but I take it into myself
5: Oh no <laughs> <laughs> Oh delicious. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love this so much. Okay, uh, I was fully ready to throw my NPC under the bus, but this is even more fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sarah under the bus. Let's go.
2: You
0: know, all in all, lay on hands. Bad move. Not a great move. A lot it's of the just time. Just a bad move. Overall.
5: <laughs>
0: so, Sarah, you feeling bad about you know this person being hurt? You go to try and help them. And when your hand goes to apply the magic of the demon of Tate's Hell, the red lightning crackles and immediately is drawn towards this blackness creeping through Agent Spiegel's veins. And he screams as it's painful for this to happen. But the lightning traces the lines on his body where the blackness had been. And you feel this like siphoning and then you feel sick to your stomach. And you hear the devil of Tate's hell in your mind.
1: It has been a while since I felt the presence of one of my kind.
4: More. This is fun. <laughs>
0: and Sarah, you feel this black ichor starting to creep up your neck.
1: Sarah, I'm not sure you did that correctly. Are you okay?
4: Nope. Not okay. Nope.
1: Uh, I need to try to stop this. I'm going to try to help her.
4: You're going to kill me too.
1: I'm not going to kill you this time. (laughs) There are many things I can do with use magic here. I'd like to try to figure out if I need to banish a curse or neutralize a disease or poison.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: I am not terribly familiar with this.
2: Make the devil less horny. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) The devil just wants more devil, okay?
1: That's not good. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what he
5: means.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna try to neutralize this on her by healing her. Okay. Just with a regular use magic roll here.
0: Let's see what happens.
1: I'm going to hold out this divine sword that Sarah does not like very much. Mm Mm-hmm try to use this divine magic to heal her here. Well, that's awful. That's five on the dice plus two is a seven. So... Okay.
4: (laughs) Is it just going to you now because that's how? (laughs) Uh,
3: I would like to try to protect someone and take the harm unto myself. (laughs)
1: Nope. I'm gonna not say take one harm. I'm going to say that the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention.
0: Yeah, cool. (laughs) Yeah,
5: cool.
0: <laughs> this is how it always works. <laughs> God. All right. Are you point this sword at Sarah and try to remove this darkness from her.
1: There's only room for one devil in there.
0: The sword itself glows and does seem to send this ichor back. It is unable to remove it entirely, but you do sort of slow its spread and the unwelcome attention comes when Sarah raises her hand and red lightning just blasts you as the devil of Tate's hell inside you. Sarah says, No, I will not be kept from this source of power. Steve, do you want to protect someone?
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure since it was a consequence. But yeah, yeah, I'm happy to step in and try and protect Ari from this. Uh, Hey,
2: everything out there all right?
3: Ray, Ray, just stay out there.
2: (laughs) Okay. Five, six, seven.
3: Plus three is ten. Plus one, because I know my prey when I'm fighting the breed of monster that caused my loss. That demon. Which I am, so that's an 11.
0: Wow. An 11. All right. How do you want to protect Ari from falling? I guess we haven't... I'm not familiar. Is Ari's room on the first or second floor of this house? It's in the basement. Oh, interesting. Because I was picturing this in like a little like apartment room.
1: Yeah, everything is uh, underground. There's an infirmary on the top level where they take care of animals, and there's a secret hatch to a bottom monster-hunting infirmary with the oubliette and like a barracks.
2: Gotcha.
3: There are no basements in Florida, especially in swampy areas like this, so there must be some kind of magic at play.
0: Sieb, you can come in and deflect this red lightning before it strikes Ari.
1: Thanks, Obi-Wan.
0: It just sort of is deflected and dispersed harmlessly. Your bed sheets are scorched and your pillow maybe has a hole in it now, <laughs> Ari, but you are not blasted by the lightning as Sieb protects you from the devil's uh, retaliation. Well, that was uncalled for, so.
3: <sighs> I think Sieb's like. Sieb is holding a sword that way and just kind of huffing, and he's like. Sarah, you need to get that
1: under control. Well... If there was a window around, I would have flown right through it. (laughs) (laughs) You're
2: so lucky we're in the basement right now.
4: I mean, not to break the fourth wall, but I do have poor impulse control.
0: Mm. (laughs) I think uh, Agent Spiegel, closing his now sort of half-ripped-up agency jacket, says... As soon as we kill that thing, I imagine you won't be as uh, affected.
1: You'd be surprised. But yes, as soon as we could defeat that demon, the better.
0: Ross stands and you can see one of her eyes sort of has this ghostly white film sort of covering her iris and cornea. And she says, I can see the path. Let's go. Can I take that barb with me? No. I'm right here. No, no, you may not. <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> not that barb.
1: I apologize. The, the tongue barb.
0: Yeah, if you want to take it.
1: Wonderful. You never know.
0: Does somebody go collect Ray from the Umley end? <laughs>
1: Ray, we need you and we need the Ray van.
2: You open the door and we're holding a child that has the the <laughs> bottom half of an alligator and the top half of a catfish but really solid sideburns, and you just, who knows? Oh,
1: no. who, who, who knows <laughs>
0: what dark things have happened to the Oubliette? It, 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 <laughs>
3: it's the hydrobolic time chamber. Several years have passed at the time you've been locked in there.
0: Uh, Ray, you are summoned from the Oubliette as your friends are now done doing scary demon magic in Mari's room. Did I take actual harm? No, but you if you look at where the like darkness hit you. Even though Ari reduced uh, its spread, it is still slowly now creeping up your neck and down your shoulder, Sarah. So, ticking clock.
1: Rayray, Ray, let me catch you up to speed here. There is a demon frog loose in Tate's hell. It stabbed our new friend here with its tongue barbs, and Sarah failed again to heal somebody and took the devil into herself. She now has two devils occupying her frame and we must now go and destroy the frog devil to cure her of this affliction and to get these two spooky people out of our basement Is that all track <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was a great summary sounds about right what's barb got to do with it? oh my god
1: we need to get in the ray van as soon as possible
0: and we cut to the ray van <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> thank you Hello, adventurers! Thanks for joining us for more of our Expanded Universe series. We especially appreciate the support we're getting for these crossover episodes. It's been so much fun getting to tell stories with friends of ours from our little corner of the actual play world. Speaking of, hey Cap, thanks for joining me for the mid-reel. Hello,
1: happy to be here.
0: I don't think I've laughed quite as much in a session before as I did recording this episode, I've had to cut out so many giggles and full mic-peeking laughs from this session, and yet it is still chock full of us losing our minds to silliness. Is it like that on your normal episodes, or were we just writing a particular vibe that day?
1: Uh, No, that was a particularly hilarious day. That was probably one of the funniest recordings we've had.
0: (laughs) I loved how many little subtle nods we were able to insert to your main campaign, and then just getting to play with all of Ian's accents was a lot, a lot of fun.
1: You knew the source material maybe better than Ian does. It was incredible.
0: (laughs) Uh, It was such an honor to get to play in that world. Uh, Let's show the adventurers the Shrimp and Crits promo again in the unlikely event they haven't been convinced to check out your adventures in Gullicochica.
3: Wonderful. Let's roll it. Hey, sorry to interrupt your favorite podcast, but I'm here to tell you about Shrimp and Crits, an actual play podcast with a southern twist. My name is Ian, and I am the keeper for this show as we play Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. If you like the sound of swampy monster mayhem, gators gone shopping, and magical fairy mischief, you'll be right at home in the remote panhandle town of Cochica, Florida, where spooky danger has begun to
4: wash ashore. Shrimp and Crits is the story of Sarah Payne the Mundane. All I'm asking for is answers. That's all I'm looking for is the truth.
1: Ari Green the Searcher. You know the proclamations of the fate. I suggest you follow them from now on.
2: And Ray Ray, the most mundane monstrous you will ever meet. Mr. Zeus, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I, I, knew you were, I knew you were real. Um, And Ray Ray's just like bowing in front of this swan. As they fumble their way through protecting their skeptical town
3: from mysterious evils. We release new episodes every other Monday on the podcatcher of your choice.
0: Hope to see you soon in
3: sunny gullicochica
0: cap where can people find you and the rest of your crew online for more shrimp and crits goodness
1: you can find us on all of the social medias at shrimp and crits that is crits with a c we're on tiktok twitter instagram and if you want to find me directly i'm on twitter at cap and crits
0: all those links will be on our episode show notes so they'll be easy for everyone to click on If you're already a fan of Shrimp and Crits and you're enjoying this Storyteller Squad spin on the familiar heroes you know, thanks for checking us out. We'd love it if you listened to our main campaign and got to join our team of hunters for their own supernatural monster-filled adventures. You can find myself and the squad on Twitter at StorySquadCast. And we're also in the Cast Junkie server along with Shrimp and Crits and the other podcasts who helped produce this series, plus plenty more.
1: And if you haven't already, you can review both of these wonderful podcasts on the podcatcher of your choice. We love stars and just eat them up. Nom, 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 nom. Give us your reviews. Give us your stars. And it helps us move to the top of the list.
0: And it keeps Ryan alive. It does. It's what sustains him. (laughs) (laughs) That's all for this week. We can send you back into the story now. I hope we'll see you again next time for episode three of our crossover series, or maybe you'll catch a past version of me and Cap on a different episode. Take care, adventurers. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye now. Who's driving? Does Ray drive the Van?
1: He's an alligator. He should not be driving. I
0: always drive.
1: But you have an unpredictable devil. I don't know if any of you should be driving.
2: I got in the Uliad, so I am back to normal right now. That's
1: true. Everybody in the back is sitting on one bench, and Sarah's alone on the opposite bench. (laughs) Because no one trusts her right now. Aww.
0: (laughs) Sure. Ross is in the passenger front seat, because she's directing thanks to the effect of the tracking spell. With at least two out of three successes, in her vision, there is this white line, almost like a a quest tracker in a video game, that is directing her towards the target of the spell.
1: I'd like to try and do my own divination in the back of this van with that barb, if I can. Sure. I have a move called Cast the Bones, which gives me a sort of divination regarding an object and gives me a separate set of investigative mystery questions to ask. Okay. It is a sharp roll to Cast the Bones. So I'm going to take out my piece of mirrored glass, hold it up to my face, and in the other hand, hold this demon barb, and I'm going to see what I can glean from it. It's a six on the dice, plus two for my sharp is eight, which allows me a hold one. So this is to glean information about the future. Okay. Strangely
3: enough. Yeah, the move is strange because it the questions it gives you are sort of
1: about the past, but the text of the move say it's about the future, so it's...
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, it's, it's hard to weave in, but you can ask any investigative mystery question, not just the ones provided. And I am going to ask what can hurt it. What can hurt it? In sort of a hazy vision of the future.
0: Mm-hmm. As you focus, carefully holding this demonic barb, you get a vision of its past, and its future, you see flashes of this devil toad having preyed upon people before in the same way he tried to attack Agent Spiegel, and that while devouring some of them, these barbs in the tongue would inject some sort of demon ichor that would make them dry out and sort of pull their life essence from their body, leaving them as these husk zombies. Now, as far as what can hurt it, you will recall that Ross and Spiegel said that that was what they were here to do, essentially. It's their big overarching mission is to find a thing that will kill demons. Hmm. I feel that. You see that this barb, whatever demon essence that was in it is very faint if there's any remaining at all. But as part of this spell, you'd see in the front seat, leaned uh, or slung over the back of that car chair is Ross's sword, which to you continues to glow with that blue ethereal energy. And for a moment, you see a figure standing with their arm draped over the seat and just staring straight ahead the same way that Ross is. An indistinct figure, but definitely a spirit of someone with a clenched fist and just eyes on the mission ahead. You get the feeling that this you know, whatever piece of the demon is left in this barb is very wary of that spirit. As well as you glance and see sort of a shadow on the wall of the ray van next to Sarah, with little red crackles sort of surrounding it, and it is less scared and more wary of the spirit possessing her. So you gather that this is a fight to be waged between non-mortal beings uh, or at least that's very effective when you pit those against each other
1: See but I don't want to alarm Ray Ray but there seem to be a few ghosts on this van with us please don't alert Ray Ray he will not be happy to hear this but they will help us defeat the demon
2: Hey y'all, y'all want anything?
1: Are we in a drive through Ray Ray?
2: We find ourselves in, in the drive through of Roscoe's Tacos <laughs> I'm starving. I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta eat before we get into
1: this. <laughs> this is why we don't let Ray drive.
0: Sarah, you're feeling ravenous. Oh, no. There's just this extreme hunger starting to gnaw at your stomach. I'll get you a number three.
1: The number three is very good, Sarah.
0: Oh, my
2: gosh.
1: I'll just take a cheese quesadilla. Do they have unsweet tea?
4: Are we really in the drive-thru right now?
0: You're really in the drive-thru. <laughs> I want one of everything Ross looks over at you Ray Ray from the passenger seat and she says do they have coffee
1: it's, it's not very good but yes
2: y'all got coffee we
0: can give you coffee sure
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right can I get one of them
0: how's their hot sauce
2: uh, get their hottest and their their mild the middle one sucks you want to mix the two together
0: all right give me like four packets of each
2: all right yeah in your coffee
0: <laughs> if you ask that out loud, Sieb, Agent Spiegel, who's sitting in the back with you, quickly tries to shush you. Uh, no, 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 no. Shh, don't. Don't ask her about it. It's a whole thing. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fine. It's all good. Sorry, pal. It's just a bit of a sensitive subject. Hey, and actually make that two quesadillas. All right. You can pull on up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> is Roscoe's a chain or is that like a Gullicochica thing? It is now. I love it. Yeah, you pass the food around to everyone in the back. Uh, you do see Ross empty all eight packets of the hot sauce into her coffee, swirl it around, and just sip at it as you drive. All right. <laughs>
2: no judgment here.
0: I'm good with this. <laughs> that checks out. I've got bigger fish to Mac leans over to you again, Sieb, and he says, She uh hasn't been able to taste much ever since getting stuck with that sword. Spicy and bitter stuff's about the only thing that gets through these days. Mm.
1: It'd be wild if we gave her a wild bite. No,
0: (laughs) we shouldn't. I know
1: we shouldn't. That's a bad idea.
0: Bad impulses.
4: Smack it out of Ari's (laughs) hand.
0: Sarah tears into the number three combo meal.
4: (laughs) I wanted one of everything.
0: As much food as it is, that hunger and that like pull towards the direction you're headed, Sarah, is uh, it increases. Oh boy. And you just hear sort of the low growl of the devil of Tate's hell.
5: Mm, I will not stand for a rival. This is my territory.
2: Sarah, <coughs> so you okay? okay.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You're making that face when you are having internal conversations with yourself and not sharing it with the rest of the class.
4: I just have immediate heartburn from Roscoe's Tacos.
1: (laughs) That
2: checks out. Yeah, Yeah, that happens to everybody, I think. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And eventually you guys get to a, not quite Everglade, but a a swampy turnoff from the highway that goes off into some marshland. And Ross points into a, a thicker area of it and says, He's in there. Everybody ready? What is the the
1: uh? What is the plan? Do we have a plan? <laughs> we don't have a plan.
4: Do we ever have a plan?
1: Uh, we'd never have a plan. But Seep's not no. normally with us. Exactly.
3: I'm, I'm not here all the time. <laughs> See, this is where I feel like if you took me along
1: more often, maybe you'd have a plan more often. <laughs> yeah, listen, I think if we focus on trapping the creature and let the heavy hitters take their swings, we could probably defeat this thing. Sarah.
4: Sarah's already running.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah, poor impulse control. Sarah's out the car and <laughs> already making her way through the marshland.
1: I'm gonna trap Sarah in place.
0: You can't stop me. <laughs> Mac is like, fuck did she run.
1: I guess that's our distraction.
0: He will look to the rest of you and say, We just gotta keep it from running away again. That's how he got away from us the first time. We didn't have a way to you know keep him in place. Well, we're quite good at that actually. If you line him up for Ross, she'll uh she'll lay into him with that thing.
4: Look what I can do.
0: (laughs) Are you just running through the woods, shooting lightning into the sky? (laughs) Is this like a
1: footloose situation? Seam said you couldn't do (laughs) demon magic, so now you're dancing through the woods.
0: Just Sarah being like, Whee! The devil obtains health." Face me!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great. That's our distraction. We're going to follow slowly behind Sarah, tracking her footprints, (laughs) and use her as bait. And when the demon comes out, we will strike.
0: Okay. Sarah, why don't you read a bad situation? (laughs) Oh,
4: shit.
5: What does
0: that mean? (laughs) It's a 12. Nice. Okay. That is three questions, I think, right?
1: It is. Hold three.
0: Yeah. All right. What's my best way in? Well, you did kind of run off ahead before the person who has the tracking spell active.
1: Makes sense.
0: <laughs> but you got a 12, so I'll say Ross unslings the sword from her back and says, Well, she's eager. I like the enthusiasm. The sword glows up again, and the wrappings around it fly and cover her sleeves and the pant legs of her suit. And she just takes off like a glowing spirit chasing after sarah in the marsh so once she catches up uh you can just follow her lead to where the monster is gonna be
4: sarah doesn't like dark (laughs) waters. she's Mm -hmm. canonically afraid of
0: dark water so am i wet yeah there is a creek running through this and the rest of it is sort of grasses that your foot might sink in a little bit but it's at least solid enough you're not going to go up to your neck
4: okay Are there any dangers we haven't
2: noticed?
0: Yes. In fact, as you get closer to this overhang of these spindly trees that have sort of long hanging mosses dripping off them, you hear the familiar slap of a gator tail hit the water. And coming down this creek area that sort of widens in the portion where the trees were, you can make out two sets of eyes approaching you. I feel like the third one is always like, well, at this point, I understand. (laughs) But what's most vulnerable to me? Of the people here, the only person who hasn't displayed any magic powers is Agent Spiegel. And he's already, like, taken some harm from the barb strike earlier. So he's the least magical, it would seem, of this group of people. As far as vulnerable, though, if you glance over your shoulder at him, he's, like, approaching with a loaded 9mm. So.
4: Oh, shit, Johnny has my gun. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't need it, but God.
3: I'm going to turn to Ari and say,
1: you said ghosts can hurt this thing? That is a broad stroke, but yes, um, it would seem that our new companions have brought travelers along with them to help defeat the demon. They've been hunting this for quite some time. Honestly, I think they brought us along to be bait and or to help hold it down. Okay,
3: well, you... You go on ahead, I think I know what I have to do.
1: That's ominous. I trust you, Sieb.
0: Sieb, you would also just know, being who you are, that most demons are not susceptible to mundane weapons. They either have some sort of healing factor, or they just are so magically protected or tough that... You shoot them up with a bunch of guns, that's not going to do much. A regular sword, not really. That's why yours is purple and glowing. Right. Because they come from a different place, they are less worried about material harm.
3: Sure. But yeah, I do I do let them go on ahead, and I'm going to start with my chalk drawing runes on the ground where I am.
0: Mm-hmm. So are you saying that, like, Seed would be kind of left behind at this point a little bit?
3: Yeah, yeah, he's doing something. Um, he's casting a spell, but uh, it's going to take a bit, so he's letting everybody else go ahead.
0: Okay. Mac turns to you, Ray. Ray. So uh, that gator thing is that like a you got a magic tattoo or something to do that or? Well, I'm um, you know if you examine my
2: snout, I'm closer to a crocodile. Uh, actually,
0: <laughs>
5: there it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, no. Nope. Nope, just uh, just
0: runs in the family. (laughs) Really? And my family gets high cholesterol. And he chambers around and hops over the guardrail to go catch up with his partner. I
2: probably shouldn't have gotten him an extra quesadilla.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Amazing. I'll be side by side with Ray Ray as we go into the woods. I'm going to be holding out that divine magical sword
0: okay yeah as you guys get closer to this little sort of enclosed lagoon area you hear sort of a chorus of bullfrogs going and then are met with a so agents you come bringing me more snacks Sarah you and Ross are the closest to this you see a pair of red eyes light up And this devil toad is sort of seated in a root cluster, almost like a swampy throne. And he says, Honestly, I thought you wouldn't fall for the taunt, (laughs) but I'm happy to welcome you into my kingdom. And the two gators, which are circling in the water, break the water surface very quickly and scamper on the ground towards you. And they're big. But also they're dead. Oh, they have chunks taken out of them, and they also have that like dried out, desiccated husk look to them, and they're coming right for you and Agent Ross. I want to telekinesis. Okay. Is it a kick some ass move, or just a spell of some kind? It is
1: an alternate weird move. She does not have use magic. She has telekinesis.
4: Fair enough. That's a 13. Damn. Total. So, what do you get to do with telekinesis? All right, on Tenamore you move it, choose two options. Again. Okay, I got to mark a harm.
3: Unless you choose the option to not take harm, you do take one harm every time you use it.
4: I always forget that when we play, so Ian has to remind me. (laughs) Okay, I'll remember that. But I marked it. All right, something. I definitely want to hold something fast.
1: Please set these zombie alligators on fire.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about it, but I think Ray Ray would be mad even if they're dead.
1: Ray Ray's not having a good day regardless.
4: All right. It has to be one target, right? Like I couldn't hold the demon frog fast, but then fling a gator,
0: right? It has to be the same target. Probably not. That sounds like two things. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right.
3: You only have one hand. Yeah. We said that, right? Sarah only has (laughs) one arm. (laughs) What?
4: (laughs) I only have one devil arm.
2: What? Hold on. I'm more
1: <laughs> none of this is real.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we just passed over that. You're confusing
1: me to the point where I'm like, do I listen to our
2: show?
0: Sarah has this massive Hellboy arms. <laughs>
1: you
5: <Yeah. laughs>
2: yeah. said that, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Could hardly notice it. You always wear a
0: jacket. I've never seen that thing. You gotta <laughs> be a true fan of shrimp and crits to watch this episode. <laughs> These subtle things might get past you otherwise.
5: We
3: locked it behind a paywall. Only Patreon, only Patreon subscribers know about Sarah's Hellboy arm.
4: <laughs> All right. I'm going to forget the gators, I'm going to hold the frog demon fast and i'm going to keep it basically
0: under control interesting okay so you're fully circumventing these two gators which are coming after you yeah all right i like that
4: I'm very trusting
0: here yeah you're about to get eaten by undead alligators for sure <laughs> yeah. it also narratively makes a lot of sense the devil of tate's hell is focused and you extend this handout and the red lightning shoots from your fingertips and wraps and surrounds the devil toad. No! No! But one of these dead alligators is going to come up and bite you unless somebody <laughs> does something.
1: <laughs> I would like to try to trap one of these alligators with magic. Yeah, cool. I'm going to dig my hands into the gross mud beneath me and pulse this green magic into the mud to try to trap. This undead gator. Let's see how it goes. That's five on the dice, plus two is a seven. So, a glitch, but you will trap it. So, it starts to sink into this mud being trapped, and I'm going to say it has a problematic side effect. Hmm. Let's see. Oh no, I thought of something horrible. I always do.
0: <laughs> oh. No, it's okay. This gator, as it's going to bite at Sarah, its back legs sort of sink into the earth and then the reeds and the grasses whip up and lash onto its jaw to snap it closed before it can get purchased on her. And it just starts to be dragged beneath the mud, struggling, wriggling. The problematic side effect. <laughs> <laughs> You've eliminated the obstacle in the path of the Devil of Tate's Hell. So, Sarah, you feel yourself just raise up into the air as the red lightning starts to swirl around your feet, and you are able to move very quickly and unhindered towards the devil toad as you feel that hunger reaching a a peak. Ray Ray tackle Sarah out of the air. I mean she's she seems like she's got
2: it. No,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, this is actually par for the course.
0: I'm gonna just make a couple moves as Ross. That is, okay. She was going to attack the gator that was going after Sarah, but you've handled it, Ari. so she has a moment free. And rather than attack immediately, she's going to use Enchant Weapon on her uh, massive sword. And you see it pulses even brighter and starts to hum with this ghostly energy. Ray Ray. You see, as Ari is casting this spell, that the second gator sort of circumvents the glowing spectral form of Agent Ross and seems to be coming after him to try and free its companion. All right.
1: (sighs) It's an audio medium. We can't see you stretching. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, now I'm actually trying to stretch.
5: (laughs) Crack.
2: (laughs) I'll step into the swamp and take my, my righteous form. Your natural
0: habitat. He who is swamp, <laughs> my righteous form. There's is a podcast set in the 90s, suddenly. <laughs>
2: righteous. Totally tubular, And uh, yeah, I will stop this gator. Okay. What move are you using? Uh, I'm just going to attack it with my claws. Alrighty. Um, so I do have unholy strength, so I roll kick some ass with weird. You got it. So does Ross. So do I.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I told you, it's weird for everything, this game.
2: I should probably get that Mm -hmm. move. So that is going to be a nine. My claws do three harm, because I also have claws of the beast.
0: Okay. This undead gator slithers through the grass and mud, and Ari, as you're focusing on the spell to keep the other one restrained. You see its leathery, desiccated mouth open up a few teeth missing, but still enough there to do a lot of damage if it were to latch onto you. Well, it tries to snap, but it's being pulled back by its tail as it closes its big jaws just inches from your face. Uh, And Ray Ray as a much larger, more intelligent and agile gator person. Well, more of a crocodile.
2: Hello, Ray Ray. Come on, big (laughs) Philip.
0: and you're able to claw at it. It will go to bite at your shoulder. Uh, You said your claws do three harm. Mm -hmm. That's on a mix though, right? Because you got a nine. Doesn't it just do full harm altogether? It, It does do full harm, but I am gonna say that Agent Spiegel is standing behind you and takes a shot at this thing to sort of stun it with one of his bullets. And he has both the power of heart and helping hand. So he just automatically gets a 10 when he helps out, and you get plus two on your roll, bringing you up to a 11. So you can do one of the bonus options that Kick Some Ass has. Nice.
1: You may want to fight monsters with him from now on, Ray Ray. He seems way better at this than us. He's a way better friend than y'all are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm pretty sure he's already used the power of heart more times than Sarah did
2: in her entire time as the mundane. (laughs) Hey, man. I will take plus one Ford. Actually, I will give him plus one (laughs) Ford. I'm going to return the favor.
0: (laughs) New buddies. (laughs) (laughs) See, guys? That's how it goes. (laughs) Oh, my
5: gosh.
0: All right, yeah. So then it is just the three harm. The gator will... Rassle against you basically uh it could say that the tail uh slapping against you would do some harm but doesn't ray ray have some defensive abilities as well
2: i have plus one armor when i'm in this form which is a homebrew thing but i also can heal if i choose to do so
0: fair enough yeah so we'll say that him helping you out is enough to like he shoots it in the jaw which snaps it shut again before it can bite you its tail would normally do two so you'll take one okay I'll take the one. Should we check in with Sieb yet, or is he still in the midst of his spell? I think we can check in with Sieb. Okay. So I'm I'm
3: basically attempting to summon a monster into this world.
0: Interesting.
3: So I've been drawing runes in a circular pattern in the ground with my chalk. Uh Uh-huh. They're leaving these purple glowing markings.
0: Yeah, up on, like, the asphalt where the car is parked? Yes, yeah.
3: I will roll, if that's okay. Can I... Can I roll it?
0: Yeah, if it's a magic roll.
3: Yeah, use magic, which is plus weird.
0: <laughs> magic plus tough.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh, I got a dang. That's not good. So four plus one, but plus three is seven. Mm-hmm. So okay, so I just get to choose a glitch. That's fun.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually take one harm, ignore armor. And what? creature are you summoning or are you just trying to summon anything to help
3: no i'm summoning something very specific okay between the runes on the pavement there is a swirling motion of magic and it opens up and we see we see a very quaint farm setting nothing in it betrays that it would be modern times it's a very old, rustic-looking farm. Think uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, but in a swamp. Then Sieb says, come Major, it's time. We have another shot at doing this right. Oh. And you hear a dog barking, and a, and a the ghost of a large mastiff-looking pit bull dog comes bounding out into the parking lot from the portal.
2: Mm-hmm, ghost dog. Ghost dog, yeah.
1: Did you just say look like Courage, like a cowardly dog, and then summon a purple dog from the middle of nowhere? <laughs> the dog, yeah, let me be clear. The dog does not look like Courage.
5: <laughs> but is it purple?
3: <laughs> but it is glowing purple.
0: <laughs> we can't control what the fan artists do with our creations. <laughs> and it does say... <laughs> amazing from a farm upstate major the dog comes bounding out of this portal (laughs) and you have a, a ghostly companion who can help you out all right i think uh just to keep on the ghost theme we'll cut back to agent ross i'm gonna let her kick some ass oh no that's still an eight She sees you concentrating, Ari, on the spell to keep that one gator fully restrained. And as far as she knows, Sarah has full control over this other devil uh, that she's there to kill. So to free up her allies, she's going to just take this glowing enchanted sword of hers and plunge it into the gator that you've had wrapped up in the grasses and marsh mud. So she does five harm.
4: Oh my god.
0: Splits the gator in half. It's half with the mouth is still struggling and moving. She cuts the thing just with a whoosh and mud and swamp grass goes flying. And she will call to you. Hold it steady.
1: Horrifying, but thank you.
0: (laughs) Sarah, you are floating in the air, approaching the Devil Toad. No obstacles in your path. What are you doing?
4: I could use the big whammy. I'm not sure this is going to... Do anything, but it's not like Sarah knows any better either. So, all
2: right. I thought you are about to say, I'm not sure what that does. <laughs> no. I mean, I know what it does. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
4: yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to big whammy this devil frog.
0: Okay. Oh, it's a seven. Okay. That's a still use magic roll, right? So, is there a glitch or? It's kicks a mass. So it follows kicks some mass rolls. Yeah. And you still have the telekinesis active, or does that stop if you do something else?
5: I don't know.
0: (laughs) Wishy-washy, we don't know. DM discretion.
4: (laughs) Yeah, Ian...
0: I think we've
3: played
1: it one at a time,
3: haven't we? I usually rule it, yeah, to where the telekinesis only holds as long as you don't use your power for anything else. Sure. Because you only have that one Hellboy-esque demon hand. (laughs) Stop it! (laughs) Stop it!
1: That she hides under her jacket.
3: That she hides
1: under her jacket at all times. I do like the idea of like the red lightning kind of going over her arm and looking like a claw hand at some point, but that's for another day.
4: I wonder if I should retcon that. Retcon? Because I don't want to let go of Why don't
1: you roll your dice that tells you what to do?
4: What he's talking about is if I roll, I've been doing it since I'm kind of chaotic right now. If I roll odd, I do what the devil wants me to do. If I roll even, I do what Sarah wants to do.
2: She makes it a cool game mechanic, but really she's just indecisive. It's
4: true.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go for it. I've got uh, something for you.
4: It's even, so I'll do what, what Sarah would want to do. Okay. Which, the, what the, the devil doesn't want to attack this other devil. The
0: devil wants The to-
3: other cool hunter told you to hold the devil fast so that she could attack it.
0: Oh, that was directed at Ari to hold the crocodile fast so that she could finish it off next turn. Oh, okay, okay. As far as what the Devil of Tate's Hell wanted, Sarah, you heard it whispering about a rival and that it would not tolerate one.
4: Okay. So I, okay, then I would do what Sarah wants to do, which is just hold it
0: fast. And not the big whammy? Not the big whammy. All right, then. Uh, yeah, you just sort of float there, still restraining this devil toad as it locks eyes with you. It squirms it, I guess. Can it speak if it's held? It's not like a paralyzed spell, right? It's yeah. It yeah. Speak. I imagine it can use its tongue
4: if it can melt. It can melt <laughs> because that's what my last friend <laughs> It
0: can also <laughs> melt. <laughs> it says to you, Mortal, I can sense the presence of another of my kind giving you this power.
5: Forsake them and become my champion. I will let you
1: lead my legions upon this earth. All the devils really want Sarah, man.
4: Um, not unless my friends are dying.
1: (laughs) That could be
0: arranged. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Act under pressure, Sarah. Oh, God. You got very bossing with that. Act under pressure, kid. (laughs) Hey, Sarah. (laughs) It's a seven. Okay. You are holding back the devil of Tate's Hell, who is just screaming incoherent rage uh, into your mind, a string of adjectives on how it would like you to kill this other demon.
3: Technically the way her playbook reads, you could have the devil ask her to do something via her dark side tags, and then if she says no, she loses all her powers.
0: (laughs) Oh no!
1: But if she says yes, she gets an experience? Yes. Which we're
0: not using? Interesting. Yeah, it doesn't super apply here because it's a one shot, but I like knowing about that. Just saying.
3: Just making sure you know all the tools at your (laughs) disposal.
0: Yeah, thank you, Ian. I wasn't gonna say anything. (laughs) I think just in response to what the Devil Toad offered you, Sarah, you hear the Devil of Tate's saying, This scum is not worth your time, Sarah Payne. Have I not given you everything you asked of me?
4: Wow, I've never had devils fight over me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's not as
0: fun as it sounds. Oh my God. You're holding him fast. You're, you're maintaining. All right. Ray Ray, you got a zombie croc in your arms. What are you doing? I definitely know this thing's a zombie croc, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got like exposed ribs and like it's missing a, one leg. It's yeah.
2: All right. I'ma put her out of misery. Uh, I will bite this, this sweet, this sweet baby. That's not gonna taste great, Ray Ray. That's bad.
4: <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> yep,
2: I, I swear this never happens. <laughs> uh, I might burn that luck. Okay. No, this isn't a burn. nut. Yeah, no, I won't burn the luck. Well, that's a five. Oh no. <laughs> 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 Not only that, but a piece of my dice chipped off.
4: Oh, no. no. Oh, no.
2: That was just all around a bad roll. I'm going to roll for Mac. He has plus one
0: forward. He does
2: because he's my new best friend. Okay.
0: He got a nine on the die. Plus one is ten. His cool bumps him up to 12, which is what I was hoping would happen, because he can just say, I get a 10 through power of heart. But if he actually rolls and gets a 12, he has help out marked as advanced. So if he helps you on this ray, you also get a 12 with your roll. Whoa.
4: Best friends forever.
0: I don't want
2: to hang out with any of you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: it's so funny because he's built normally to help out hillary but i love this bromance that's
3: forming. <laughs> ryan leaves the shrimp and chris and joins the storyteller squad
0: just joins agent ross and spiegel on their their mission all they do is hurt me <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i think He holsters his gun, leaps onto the crocodile's mouth to again keep it from biting you. The way like he's seen people from like National Geographic hang onto a gator. (laughs) (laughs) This is really more your line of work. So let's get to it, huh? Hey,
2: you, you don't let him open his mouth watch your hand.
0: Yeah, I got it. I got it. Hurry up and do something, would you?
2: Yeah, and I will bite him, I guess. So you said it's like I got a 12. It's like you got a 12, which you have it advanced as well. I have advanced kick some ass, so I will do double the harm.
0: So that is eight harm, ignore armor. Nice. (laughs) Agent Spiegel is holding this crocodile down on its head. And similar to Agent Ross, who just cut the other one in half, you chomp down on the middle of this thing with your gator jaw and... At that point, he just gets off it because you lift this thing into the air and fully, like, shake it out like a dog (laughs) with a chew toy. And it just starts to, like, tear and slough apart because it is undead. And you shake this thing's body apart, uh, just leaving the, like, bits of the spine in your mouth by the time you're done with it. Uh, that is one zombie croc finished.
2: Oh, that is that is really gross. That is so gross. That is very gross. Uh-huh. Oh, would you like a tic <laughs> tac?
0: Unfortunately, it's not jerky like you might have hoped. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Am I still holding one? You are still holding one. Okay. I was gonna have Ross just try and kill it and then you could do something else on your turn. I love that. Let's see how we do. Uh, Let's see, seven plus her weird is 10. So she can do her five harm and also give you plus one forward. Fantastic. So she draws her sword back in this large arc and then swiftly, as if it weighed nothing at all, she whips it back down into this zombie gator and fully rends it apart. Deanimating it as the ghostly aura from her blade severs the demonic essence within. So, Ara, you can stand and looking ahead, you can see Sarah locked in magical connection with the devil toad by that crackling red lightning.
1: Are most of your nights like this or is this as strange as it is for me for you?
0: Which agent are you asking?
1: The ghostly one who is helping me.
0: Ross? Yeah? Sure. She'll help you up out of the mud and she says... Honestly, it's going a lot better than usual, thanks to your help.
4: Guys, I'm flying!
0: (laughs) Fantastic work with that blade.
1: If I were to hold that frog still, do you think you could do the same thing to it?
0: Looks like your friend's doing a pretty good job of that already. Ross gestures at the sword you've got with you and says, What about that thing? Is it a fashion accessory or can you actually do something useful with it?
1: I'll hold it out and make it glow with the divine energy, which I'm sure that <laughs> I said, hold it out. Not pull it out. Get your head no. out of the gutter, Katie.
4: No, Ian was making faces. I was
1: making faces. It was Ian. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll just make the sword glow with the this clearly divine light. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hulk Hogan has entered the chat.
5: <laughs> A zombie Hulk
0: Hogan appears from the mist.
2: Oh, guys, we lost. (laughs) Pack it up. Take me, Hulkamania.
1: I'd like to try to take over the trapping of this monster from Sarah. Ooh, okay. I'm going to take that divine sword and jam it into a nearby tree and try to pulse that divine magic into the root system, into this devil's root chair and try to wrap it with these divine roots. Mm. But we'll see how my magic goes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I saw the one first. It is seven on the dice plus two weird is nine.
0: Ari green sword, a gun, a magical spell casting component. Never will it be used as a sword.
1: <laughs> Never. Ross, you want to give me a hand? Um,
0: how could she help out with this?
1: It's okay. I can take a glitch.
0: Yeah, let's take a glitch. I think narratively that's more fun.
1: That's fine. I'm going to take one harm, ignore armor.
0: You have to push past a miasma of demonic essence because as he said in his first taunt to your group, this is his lair that he's been crafting and sort of fusing with his negative uh, essence. Mm. And so pushing past that is like running through brambles or like an acid rain. You just feel little cuts and abrasions start to form on your skin, Ari, as you have to force your restraining magic through his protective demonic energy. But you are able to. This divine sword cuts through the magic and the roots system that he's been sitting on, trying to get up but can't because of Sarah's magic, just begins to lash and encase his limbs keeping him in place.
1: Sarah, you can take a break now.
4: I don't know how to land. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sarah, why don't you roll again to see if you or the devil do something in this moment?
4: it's a nine so it is the devil
0: okay are you you call out to sarah saying you can come down but she does not as her eyes flare with this red lightning and katie i'm gonna put a line in the chat can i get you saying that and i will also say it after that so we can double up on the recording oh good oh man
1: spooky get real dramatic with it don't laugh at all katie i'm gonna try
4: so hard not to laugh you
2: got this i can't wait
4: don't look at me
5: (laughs) (laughs) all right
2: be sure to read the top line too, katie can i get this line from you (laughs) (laughs) all right Servant of lust,
4: you are trespassing in my domain. Do not think my new new
0: abode means means I have have forsaken forsaken this place. Incredible.
4: My mother is downstairs.
2: My mother is downstairs.
4: (laughs) (laughs) My mother and my child.
0: We hear this double echo voice come from Sarah's form as Red Lightning lances out at the Devil Toad and starts to tear through him, just burning lightning into its body.
1: Oh, Ray, right do you think we should stop her? This does not seem normal. <laughs> or should we just let this happen?
0: Sieb, you and Major arrived just in time to see this very demonic moment happen. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: fetal
5: position. <laughs> <laughs> see,
2: or, um. You're Steve. Seed, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> now Steve's lost it. Sarah's talking to herself. Steve's talking to himself. There's a ghost dog. Ari, I'd really... <laughs> I'd like to go home now.
3: <laughs> Major, the, the woman demon is our friend and the frog demon is our foe. A him,
0: And this ghostly dog will charge forward and go for the devil toad's throat. I don't know how a monster summon works. Really? <laughs> yeah, me me either. Okay, we can kind of <laughs> treat it how my character, uh, my cast member, Raven, uh, she has a deck of like tarot cards that she uses to summon animal spirits. And I usually just have it be a kick some ass roll, but you add weird to it. I will say that
3: Major is as well as being a ghost, is a blink dog. So Major would teleport over towards the demon. Ooh. But yeah, and then um, Sieb would also charge with his sword. Mm-hmm. So you want me to roll plus weird for the dog attack? Yeah. Cool. I like it. Uh, nine plus one for I know my prey, so 10.
0: Fantastic. What extra effect of this magical kick's mass would you like Major to accomplish?
3: For Major, for sure suffer less harm
0: i will say that while the devil toad is really now just a sitting target for y'all because of sarah and the devil of tate's Hell so thoroughly exerting dominance uh, essentially <laughs> major can run and as they run on the waters of the little creek occasionally they just <laughs> in a purple flash and then <laughs> in a different spot as they make their way and leap up onto some of the low hanging branches and bite at the back of the devil toad's neck. Major's attack will do three harm because he's a cool ghost dog. His ghostly jaw just rips into the devil toad's (laughs) form and he just lets out more of these like booming bullfrog screams. And the bonus of suffering little harm that you've chosen as the effect for this move is actually Seeb running forward and using his sword to once again deflect and absorb the red lightning.
3: Love that. I will say for your audience, uh, Major died fighting the devil of Tate's Hell and that's Seeb's main motivating loss that makes him the wronged playbook.
0: Sarah is now just letting out these bolts as the devil of Tate's hell really ramps up their rage. And like, like they are insulted at this devil toad thinking that he could come in here and take up territory just because the devil of Tate's hell is now like residing within a host. The terrain is becoming dangerous as this creature is fuming. Uh, and releasing a lot of that anger towards the Devil Toad, but a lot more of it just outwardly into the area. Ara, you might suspect that some of the lightning hitting the ground is actually targeting that magic that you also pushed through to uh, you know, remove the Devil Toad's influence from the Earth itself. Oh, Very good. But yeah, Spiegel stands up, wipes some gross zombie gator off his coat, and turns to you, Ray Ray, and he says... So your friend's a creepy floating lady, too, huh?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we try not to talk about it too much.
0: Well, should we do something about it?
2: I mean, I guess I think we really just got to take care of the frog guy. But she she has been known to melt a man. I'll tell you so. Keep a 20 foot radius.
0: (laughs) He throws his hands up like, all right, be my guest. You go first. (laughs) Yeah, you might. You might want to let me. uh, I'll handle this. (laughs) Yeah, you can dive into the creek if you want to just like swim over there real fast. I would like to do that. Yeah, Ross, she'll sort of like meet you as you're swimming and getting up out of the water in the area where the devil toad is. I don't know that she has much to say here, but she just looks like she's ready to go into this creature with her sword. Yeah, I think I'm just aiming. I'm I'm just setting my sights
2: towards the fake swamp keeper over here.
5: Mm hmm. OK.
2: Y'all can devil all you want. This is mine.
1: Say the line.
2: Servant of Lust, you are trespassing in my commode. Uh, (laughs) Or, uh, I don't know what, whatever cool shit Sarah just said.
1: Trespassing in my commode (laughs) instead of this abode is so good.
0: Go ahead and kick some ass if you're just gonna try and tear into (laughs) him. That's a
2: 10. Nice. I want to inflict terrible harm. Okay. So I'm using my claws, so that will be four harm. My claws are not ignore armor. My bite is what is ignore armor.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, he's a devil toad, so probably got at least one armor. (laughs) 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 That tries. Uh, So Ross will join you in this attack. As you reach up, Ray Ray, you claw at this big Devil Toad's froggy underbelly. It's not white, but you tear through it. Ross glides past you, not even holding the sword, just sort of directing it, as if she's doing one of those, um, the wand dance performers, you know what I mean? Where they have the wand on a string and they make it float around themselves. She just directs her sword and lops off one of the Devil Toad's arms. Which then sort of limply splats against the roots as Ari's magic is holding it in place.
2: I take out Stella, which is my magical big knife, and I, I twirl her around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Roll manipulate someone. Roll plus charm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, that's actually fantastic. That's uh, box cars minus one, so that's an 11. <laughs> So cool!
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you just pull out this knife and start doing a bunch of knife tricks. <laughs> God, Ross looks like you know this like horrible sunken-cheeked banshee at this point as her like ghostly powers are going, and she just, she just looks at you, she's like that's rad as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but there's all this red lightning going around, and because. Uh, neither of you were able to choose take no harm you are both hit and blasted into the ground or some of these other trees by more bolts that are now just bursting out of Sarah in pulses
1: sorry guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> how high up is she maybe 10-12 feet
1: I'm gonna try to I want to like jump off of something and grab
0: her leg okay we can resolve that in a second how much does the lightning It's. it would be big whammy right <laughs> or like burn it all From the hex? Yeah, I think it's two harm. So, Ross and Ray take two. I will go ahead and try to heal that,
2: if that's cool. With your vitality? Yeah, with unquenchable vitality. Fingers crossed. Hmm. That is a nine. So I also have resilience, so I actually heal one more. Okay. I hate it. Ian and I both just shake our heads. I fucking hate it. I'm sorry I'm good at looking at a book and making a character.
5: <laughs>
0: oh yes. Alright, this is fun. So Ray, you get hit with this red lightning and it like makes this like searing burn in your arm, but your magical nature just it quickly heals over. You see Ross. Though it looked like she got really blasted, you see actually the sword in front of her just smoking where the lightning sort of crackled as it disperses off of it. She has a move from the Exile playbook called Warrior, and so she takes one less harm if she's using an old fashioned sword. And she has the Immortal move, so she'll just negate that harm entirely without having any armor on. Mm. But yeah, she kind of like peeks back. She's like, you okay?
2: I hold up like I'm like rub a burn and it just slowly disappears from over my eye. Just like, "Mm." yeah, I'm I'm good. I feel like I have a lot of chemistry with both of these hunters. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. It's like I have
0: real
5: friends.
0: (laughs) Spiegel will run up with you, Ari. Is that normal? And he points up at Sarah. About 50%.
5: Yeah.
0: I'm going to see if
1: I can do something about it. I'm going to leave my sword in the tree and run and try to jump and grab Sarah's leg and either stay floating with her or bring her down third.
0: Yeah, act under pressure.
1: Now, I have to ask this question, as I have a move that lets me roll weird for act under pressure. Is this because a monster phenomenon or mystical effect?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I would say so. Okay.
0: This whole place is thrumming with demonic energy and ghosts and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, huh, thank goodness. That's 11 on the dice. Plus 2 is see. A- 13.
0: So you're trying to, like, tackle Sarah and get her down onto the ground?
1: I am trying to hold on to her so I can use another move on her. I don't know if we're still floating together or pulling her down, but either way. I, uh, yeah,
0: I think probably the Devil of Tate's would be able to support your weight as
1: well as hers. She's a little stronger than me. I agree. I'm gonna try to use the Force of Will move and try to dispel her power a little bit. I know I can't take a devil out of her, but she's high powered, extra powered right now. I'd like to tone it down a little bit. Sure. Sarah, I apologize. I'm not trying to clip your wings or anything here, but you are doing more harm than good. And I'm going to try to drain some of this magic out of her. Let's see, that's not going to be a good look. Oof, six on the dice plus two is an eight. So, on a seven to nine, I take one harm as the strain of dismissing the magic unravels me. Mm. Of course.
0: In the air, as you, you know, apologize to Sarah, I'm sorry! And begin to sort of apply this green magic of yours to dispel this effect going on with her. All right, Katie, uh, you and me again. Oh, God. Nice he, <laughs> Walker of the Wilds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Walker of the Wilds. This is twice now, now. you have interfered. interfered. Do you have a death wish, Ari? Your magic takes hold, and you force the influence of the Devil of Tate's Hell to lessen on your friend. And in fact you see now as the second attempt to purge demonic influence racks sarah's body that dark vein of ichor is also burned away in green as the devil toad is literally getting too weak to be able to maintain any sort of undead necromancy magic which is what that was attempting to do but you will be blasted away as a final fuck you from the Devil of Tate's Hell and you'll go splashing down into the lagoon beneath.
1: I just washed this suit.
0: <laughs> Sarah, you, your powers start to falter and you begin to slowly descend into the water as well. There's still a devil toad. He's in rough shape. He's missing an arm but he's still facing down against Ray Ray Major and Agent Ross. I think Sieb would have cast a glance
3: towards Sarah Considering whether he needed to do something, but as he sees Ari ah! <laughs> has the situation under control.
1: Totally under control.
3: <laughs> he's going to just continue charging with his sword and he's gonna join major, you know, an assault against the frog hemoth. No, I can't say that. That's a wizard. No. Nope. He's a devil toad. <laughs> this isn't our show. They could sue storyteller
5: squad all they want. <laughs>
3: <laughs> against the devil toad. Yeah, so I'm just going to try to straight up attack this thing. And I get plus one to kick some ass for Tools Matter when I'm using my signature weapon.
0: Nice.
1: You got a lot of plus ones, don't you?
3: I know, I just get plus one for anything I'm trying to do. (laughs) It must be nice. Feels like a cheat code. That would be 12.
0: Okay. What are you doing with this 12? I think at this
3: point, I'm going to inflict terrible harm. All right. Uh, my sword does two so that'll be three harm total
0: roll one more time just 2d6 for me ian okay that was five what's your weird oh my weird's three so eight okay you charge at the devil toad the demon that is present physically in this space and go to carve through him Uh, with the sword and you do put a solid gash into his chest uh, as he's clutching the like stump remained of his one arm that Ross cut off but he looms over you and says
1: (sighs) there's a man with a sword
2: you are a snack
0: for me (sighs) and opens his mouth wide you see rows and rows of teeth and his spined tongue reaching out to maybe try and swallow you and then he just (gasps) And his red eyes roll back in his head. You see as he begins to just fall to one knee and lower his head before you. Major has bit onto the back of the Devil Toad's head where the brainstem is and is just crunching down hard with his ghostly fangs. Together, the two of you destroy this physical form of the Devil Toad. which does melt, uh, ironically, having been (laughs) surrounded by (laughs) Sarah's lightning for so long. (laughs) It just sort of bubbles and hisses and spills into the water as Major shakes his little doggy face. Unfortunately, because it's a mix, that will be the end of his uh, presence here. And he looks at you with a little tail wag (coughs) and vanishes in purple mist.
3: Sieb says, Unquiet meals make ill digestions.
0: Sarah, you settle down into uh, the water, which is not all that deep. It's maybe up to your waist, so as long as you don't just like fully pass out into the water, you can stand in it. And of course, Ray Ray is at home in the water. You can swim over and check on her.
4: We climb on Ray Ray's shoulders. <laughs> out of this water. Out of the water.
2: Uh, 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 uh. You ain't gonna take me, devil
4: (laughs) I'm sorry, Ray
2: Yeah, I heard Walker, Texas Ranger Pass interference or whatever the hell He's spitting
0: out (laughs) That was very good Agent Ross comes over Floating on her ghostly sword And will offer a hand to you, Sarah Are you alright?
4: I'm okay Are you alright?
0: Did I hit you? She smirks. She's like, I've seen worse. Let's get you out of here. Sarah, the poison
3: from the demon, is it, is it still affecting you?
0: I don't think so. The black acre is gone. Ari spelled that when he used force of will. Oh, rat! Right. I forgot.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Hey, everybody, I got blasted into another swamp. Did we win?
0: (laughs) Ari has like swamp (laughs) mud all over his green suit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're a complete mess. I think I left my sword in a tree over there. Hold on.
0: Agent Spiegel calls out. Holy shit, you did melt it. Damn, I'm glad I stayed over here.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I told you, man. I haven't seen her do it yet in person, though, so that's uh, an experience. It's
1: nightmarish, isn't it?
4: That wasn't me!
1: Oh, good, you're back down to one voice. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic.
0: You guys can trudge your way out of this swampy lagoon, and when you get back to the car, Agent Ross says, Well, we uh, are happy to have your help. Feels like maybe we owe you a bit of the reward. If you'd be interested.
1: We usually just do this kind of thing
2: for fun. Wait, you mean y'all will pay me too?
0: Mac just looks at (laughs) Ari and then looks at Ray like, yeah, don't do this shit for free. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) We got a meeting with a spirit if you want to come talk to them.
1: Not sure I could pass that down. I would be most
0: interested in meeting with any sorts of spirits. And so they nod, and you guys drive over to a little brick building. It almost looks like it maybe was an old schoolhouse or maybe a library. It's in disrepair. It's definitely abandoned. Uh, And is just surrounded by these low stone walls and some scraggly trees and a little, like, rock path of stones. Agent Ross goes up to the door, knocks three times, and the door just... Mm, swings open. She says, Don't make any deals while we're in here, but we should be able to look around for a while. And steps through the doorway, followed by her partner, Agent Spiegel. When you guys walk in, the interior of this space is much larger than the exterior would imply, and it's not even the same type of building. It's just a labyrinth, extending up and down sort of circular library with railings and ladders up different books and shelves that have scrolls poking out of them. Lots of the areas are cordoned off by chain or grates as like restricted access and as Ross and Spiegel walk in they look upwards towards the skylight which just seems to open up into the night sky and she calls out Stolas! You hear like a brief flutter of paper and then a creature with long wings but bird talons coming out at the like bend in the wing and sort of a furry body with bird legs but on like wolf haunches and uh, a long furred maned neck with an owl's face and curving antlers, crawls down the wall of this strange library space and perches on a railing in front of you all. It's maybe eight feet tall and it just folds its wings in a very like pensive manner and says, Agents Ross and Spiegel, the demon hunters, You've brought new guests to my doorstep. But what of your mission? Hillary turns back to you, Ari, and says, Do you still have that barb? Well, produce it from my jacket pocket and
1: hand it to the bird creature.
0: This spirit takes it and analyzes it, this little beak pecking and sniffing at it. Yes, excellent. My master will be pleased to know that You've eliminated a threat to his holdings. And it just tosses the barb behind its back and it sort of falls down into the endless corridors of library beneath.
1: Your boss wouldn't happen to be a grand vampire or Robin Goodfellow, would they? Just to be clear.
0: I work for the Prince of Greed.
1: Okay, we don't have beef with them.
2: Is that...
0: Is that Mothman?
1: That's not Mothman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Agent Ross speaks up almost impatiently and she says, What about our deal, Stolas? You promised full access to your records. And it reaches into the folds of its feathers and pulls out this hourglass and sets it on the railing and says, As agreed, Agent Ross, you have the run of the place until this runs out and just taps the glass as the sand starts to fall ross quickly turns to ari and seeb and says so i'm looking for runes that will actually kill a demon not dispel it like we did tonight but actually kill it so when it's destroyed it can't just escape to another plane you both seem to know what you're doing when it comes to runes, so I could really use your help.
3: Yeah, 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 yes. Yes,
0: absolutely. My my god, yes. So you can all roll, just like a sharp check, basically, to see how the search goes.
2: Am I supposed to roll? Because I don't feel like I'm supposed to roll.
0: You don't have to roll. Okay. For Ray Ray and Sarah, I have something else in mind. So we'll, okay. we'll see how that goes. Okay, cool. how do we do? I've
1: gotten 11. Nice. I got a seven.
0: Okay.
3: Well, an eight, because I get plus one on going when knowingly investigating, pursuing, or fighting the breed of monster that caused your loss.
0: <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Hillary manages a seven as well. So she and Seeb are looking around, but Ari, you... Practice runes all the time. And you recall the runes that Ross was drawing in when she did the location spell. And there is a book that catches your eye as not those runes, but another language of runes that you don't recognize right away. And when you pull it down, if you would like, you could use magic to try and understand the text here. I'd
1: love to. Wow, that is 11 on the dice plus two. It's a 13.
0: Okay. All my good rolls come for clerical duties. I love it. Ari, you trace your hand over the cover of this book in this rune language you don't recognize. Always Ignis. Ignis, your will o wisp companion, swirls around and illuminates the words for you. And with the light of Ignis, the runes begin to glow, not in a way that they're activating, but in a way that like, Ignis is helping to reveal the actual meaning of this book. And you see it says, The Lesser Key of Beelzebub. Now, for people who are familiar with demonology mythos, The Lesser Key of Solomon is a book about how King Solomon basically made a bunch of demons do a bunch of work for him, through magic and spells and that sort of thing. And Ari, as you flip through this book, you see on the first page, it outlines, In these pages, I will recount my successful corruption of King Solomon and various celestial mysteries I have discovered through eons of experimenting. If you look at a few pages, it's clear this is an account that Beelzebub wrote explaining how he tricked Solomon into thinking he had the upper hand to ultimately send enough demons his way that he would slip up and fall and fail as a hero. When you point this out to Ross, she just starts to also scan over. Her eyes glow, her face gets that ghostly look on them a little bit as she runs her fingers across it, and you find a section talking about the language of celestial creation and how this is interwoven into beings of a higher plane and how all things of the lower planes are just beings from above who fell or were banished. And so there are descriptions of different runes written that will allow anyone to unravel the making of spirits that match celestial or demonic creations. Mostly it goes over things that Beelzebub told Solomon saying like, you must know their name, you must bind them with a magic signet, you must then tell them what to do. But Beelzebub just explains that these are all half-truths of, yes, you must know their name, but you cannot actually know their name. You need the identification rune, and it has a little diagram of it and yes you can bind them with iron but that only binds this physical form of theirs to actually bind them to a location you need this rune and there's that laid out and then the rune of destruction and beelzebub goes on and on about how he's so proud that he figured this out the secret unraveling rune and there's a little design there as well ross is just furiously taking notes on this and looks to you ari and says this is it. This is exactly what I need. I should be able to infuse my sword with these.
1: That's fantastic if Seab asks you we didn't find anything. <laughs> I wish you very good luck with your endeavors. Roll
0: manipulate someone. <laughs> what
1: the fuck, bro? <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a what the fuck, bro. I rolled snake eyes. Okay. Wow. Seab hears me.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. <laughs> At certain points, while the three of them are doing research, Mac is just kind of off to the side. He's got his arms folded. He's just watching the time. And like every now and often he'll call out like five minutes, 10 minutes, saying how much time is passing. Stolas will come over to you, Ray Ray. It just sort of crawls down the wall like a creepy bat owl. Ray Ray LaRue.
2: Uh... Yeah.
0: (laughs) Quite interesting to see you here. I never expected another of your family to cross my doorstep. What secrets would you ask of
2: me? Have have we met?
0: (laughs) No, not you or I. But I get the feeling you... Have things you want answers to? Uh, no, I'm good. (laughs) You see the little crest of feathers they have on their head kind of deflate? (laughs) 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 How disappointing.
2: Um, did
0: you know Mama? (sighs) You
2: said you didn't want to know
0: any secrets. And they (laughs) disappear behind a bookshelf (laughs) and vanish.
2: Wait, wait, are, are, are the Bucks going to win the Super Bowl this year? I
0: need to. I
5: need
0: to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Ray. The demon just whispers to you, Sarah.
5: The spirit is not worth your time. They offer you
0: tricks. I'm a roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's odd. Devil of Teyl thinks Stolas is just like a trickster and not to be trusted.
4: So I guess I'm just going to walk
0: out. <laughs> That's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, uh, you you just head out. You're like, I, there's nothing for me here, and go. And as we, you walk out, we see you go past the camera, and then zoom in on the last grain of sand as it out of the hourglass, and the books at the top shelves begin to and make this sort of rain of books falling as the library begins to close and shrink and retreat. And Ross is like furiously writing down the runes, trying to get as close an accurate copy as she can. And Stolas just appears from behind the bookshelf and snatches the book of Beelzebub away and says, Time's up, I'm afraid. And Ross just scowls at him and says, that's fine. I've got everything I came for. Stolus cranes their long neck forward, and they have a beak, so it's hard for them to grin. There's this glint in their eye, and they say, "Yes, you have the runes, but how will you get them onto your sword? You are not a giant; you cannot forge that blade anew." Ha <laughs> And they pull away, and the rest of the books swirl around Ross and Ari, and suddenly you are all outside in this abandoned lot, as if that building never stood there. And she just curses under her breath. (sighs) He's such a fucking creep. Do you all like
1: Mario Tennis?
0: (laughs) Thank you, but... I have to find a giant now. Uh,
2: I think we know well, like a couple.
0: That'd really help us out, man. If you know a giant, we'd love an introduction.
2: I mean, I don't know. I talked to you. The big, you are your friends, you know, the big, the big blue people.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, you know what? This is soft canon anyway. I'm going to open a passage.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: If you'll just step right through here, it'll take you to a world full of giants and what have you. If you see a jackalope, don't look it in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure meeting you all.
0: She looks at the portal, looks at you and says, Thank you, Agent Green. Good luck with your friend. Hey, so y'all, y'all got like a business card?
2: Or like you on Facebook? Or...
0: <laughs> Agent Spiegel will take a card out of his pocket and just jot a number down on the back of it and hand it to you, Ray. Give us a call if you're ever in need of a change in career. I'll see you around, Croc man. And just sort of pats your shoulder, <laughs> and we'll go to join Ross as she heads towards the, the gate Ari opened. You want to look for a beanstalk.
4: He's not <laughs> kidding.
0: <laughs> and as they step in to the portal, they turn around, and Sarah, Hillary Ross, looks at you and says... I know how much it sucks not feeling like you're in charge of your own destiny. Don't give up on yourself. And the portal to the wild disappears. You guys are left in this empty field, uh, having had a brief audience with Stolas, the Keeper of Secrets. Was she talking
2: to me or you? Or was she telling me I need to get my retreat back? Because I think Peg's doing a really good job. I don't really miss... Being in charge of everything—it's—I got a pretty good thing going on right now. <laughs> right, she—she
4: <laughs> she was talking to me.
3: Sarah, I—today I saw some of the good you can do with—with with the power that you have. But you got to know that you can't keep losing control like that. What you got inside you is one of the biggest dangers that I've ever faced.
4: I don't
1: want this. This is getting dangerously close to canon. I suppose we should all go back home and
4: play Mario Tennis. <laughs>
1: play Mario Tennis and perhaps let Rooster and Barb out of the oubliette. It's been some time. They might have suffocated to death by now. <laughs> I-, I don't know if Barb can be out of water for too long.
0: There's air holes. Yeah, you guys can return to the Ray Van now, two passengers lighter. And return to the wildlife retreat. Elsewhere, we see a portal to the wild open up, with Agents Ross and Spiegel stepping out. We see a tall, blue-skinned young woman in a dark suit bidding them farewell. I'm sorry I couldn't be more help, Agents. Let me know if somehow you acquire the tools I would need. You know how to contact me now. <sighs> The portal closes once more. Ross turns and says to Spiegel, We're fucked. Where the hell are we going to dig up a giant blacksmithing kit? Spiegel shrugs and just says, eh, We'll figure it out. This ain't quite back to square one. Could always pop back over to Scotland and see if... Bring, bring, bring. His phone starts to ring. It's an unknown number. He answers the call and puts it on speaker so Ross can listen in. Hello? My employer liked what you did for Stolas. We would love to assist you on your quest to reforge Miss Ross's sword. But another job awaits you. What do you know about Baylor and the Fomorians? And that is where we'll end our session
2: amazing Fomorians are so scary hey it's me again Uh, can I get three more number threes and uh, two (laughs) (laughs) quesadillas it's (laughs) it's Wow. Good work, everybody. Good stuff.
0: Yeah, that was a good time.
2: Fantastic. Very fun. That was very fun.
0: You guys absolutely hamstrung my big bad with all your trapping magic.
5: (laughs) (laughs) We
1: fight each other and we trap monsters.
5: Yep.
0: (laughs) Someone should take power of heart.
2: (laughs) We used to have it. Sarah used to have it. Still didn't use it very much. (laughs) but we had it
0: hey man maybe my next level up thank you to my lovely guests from Shrimp and Crits do you guys want to plug your show and tell people where they can find you if they want to see more from the hunters of Galicochica
3: we are Shrimp and Crits that's with a C Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Shrimp and Crits and uh, yeah we do bi-weekly on Mondays every other week you can catch a new episode that's us Right? Am I missing anything, y'all? Thank you for having us. Thank you, Natalie.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Thanks for being part of my little crossover idea.
3: Absolutely. Super cool. Very fun. It was very fun. It was incredible.
0: Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time, adventurers. Bye-bye now!
5: (laughs) Bye-bye now. (laughs)
0: Bye-bye
5: now.